comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. All right. Tomorrow's the big day. So get your rest. No late night parties, drinking tequila, and trying to get lucky. Chances like this do not come around every day. Now, you've played hard in here, people, and I am proud of every last stinking one of you. So let's just give this everything we got. We may fall on our faces, but if we do, we will fall with dignity, with a guitar in our hands and rock in our hearts. And in the words of ACDC, we roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Episode 350 is in the barrel. And that's why Haircut 100 is better than the Vapors. Case closed. And I'm not repeating myself, so don't ask me to. I don't care how open the window here is. I would absolutely rather deal with Haircut 100 than Vapors. Because <laughs> I noticed you guys turned the ceiling fan off. <laughs> there may be a reason for that. Do you guys remember Haircut 100? I do. I do. They had a song about elevators or something, yeah. if I remember right. They have a webpage. Do they? <laughs> awesome. They were a one-hit wonder band what's in their, the uh, 80s. What's their page on SoundCloud look like? Oh, I don't know. Love Plus One was their, was oh. their one hit. Oh, so great. Well, we got a full house, guys. Welcome to episode 350. Yeah. So, yeah. somehow, and seven years I'm a, later. I'm a uh, poor producer. I okay. neglected to have the proper cables oh. with me. So, what that means is that my daughter Ashley is here with us. Hello. But she cannot hear anything that's going on uh, other than the people in the room here. So she's not going to be able to. She don't even know what we're doing tonight, do you? I just know it's an anniversary show. Yeah. Episode 350. That's all we need to know. And we're going to talk to people. Remember, we did a couple of music shows. So we're going to talk to some people, some listeners who wanted to share their musical histories with us. And that's what we're going to do. We're getting ready to call. Uh, our first caller here in a few minutes. Yes, and I, I hope that you all enjoy all the extra mic noise going on today. <laughs> yeah, because we yes. also have in-house yes. Stephanie Poo. Stephanie, how are you? Mm, good. I have pizza in my mouth. Yay. We all have That's a pizza. good story. And now we also have Alex Poo. And we <laughs> have... A Alex and Stephanie came, and that's it? <laughs> and that's I it? Yeah. I want pizza. <laughs> we also have Turge and Zoe. Isn't there here? somebody oh, else yes. here? He's always here always with us on anniversary shows. Yeah. Dennis Poo, Dennis! Yay, it's me. Dennis, he's like the fourth half hour wasted. I've always, I've always, I can't tell you how many times Bill has described you as our, Billy. Like, the, like, our jo, like our George Zimmerman. 
Or Billy what? Preston. Or, no, <laughs> oh, no, I, Pete Best. Or Billy Preston. What? Pete Best. The, f- the fifth Beatle, right? Wasn't no, that... Pete Best was the one that was replaced. Isn't that George yeah. Zimmerman? No, fifth Beatle. No, George huh. Zimmerman. George, he was arrested. George Zimmerman just got arrested. Who was the Beatle that was George? <laughs> that was a George? Huh? There's no, George, George Harrison. George Harrison. George Martin is the producer. George Martin. That's who I was thinking of. Ah, uh, oh. much better. Not he's, not George well, Harrison. Much better. That doesn't make sense. Not George Harrison. No, Mar- he's. Um, <laughs> well, what's the bad guy? Who's the bad guy? The uh, guy the that got arrested. No, the guy that got arrested. George Zimmerman. Yes, thank you. You're not George Zimmerman. No, I hope not. Bill has never called you George Zimmerman. I just want to make that clear. That's true. George Martin is who I was thinking of. Right? Isn't he the fifth Beatle? Yes. I, uh, okay. uh, Billy Preston, sir, is the fifth Beatle. Who's Billy Preston? This sounds like a televangelist. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ramp up to this. Well, you really aren't a Beatles fan. All right. Fan. Yeah, actually, no, the Beatles no, are not at all. Not my kind of thing. Okay. The, Preston uh, Pete Best is the fifth Beatle. No, 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 no. Bill, your nose Best, only justify my yes. Pete Best was the first drummer who got kicked out in favor of Ringo Starr. Yes, which makes him the fifth Beatle. No, it makes no, him the Billy. first. It makes him the only fired Beatle. No, he's no. the Dennis he was, Pooh has never been fired. Therefore, your metaphor is inapt. No, doesn't that make Billy's made a word up there? That too. makes Ringo Starr the fifth Beatle. Okay, B- Ringo Starr is the fifth Beatle. Billy Preston is the sixth Beatle. <laughs> Ringo Starr's the fifth Beatle. Everyone knows that Ringo Starr. It's a rotating chair. The fifth Beatle is how I look at it. Okay. Um, Personally, I am the eighth Beatle. Billy Preston is the only musician. Other than Tony Sheridan to be credited on a Beatles recording, um, the artists on the number one hit "Get Back" are given as quote the Beatles with Billy Preston unquote. Um, Stephen Stills also asked Preston instantly if he used Preston's phrase "If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with," and then created the hit song. So there's some, um, you know. There's some good stuff. So Billy um, Preston is a co-Beatle. He is one of several people sometimes referred to by outsiders as a fifth Beatle. Um, he first met them as a 16-year-old uh, as part of Little Richard's touring uh, act. Um, I don't care anymore wow. about the Beatles. We're going to go over this okay. for 30 Little, minutes. All right. Little Richard, well, as he was really known by his friends, was actually the negative third Beatle. Okay. I'll assume that you guys uh, are conceding the point to me. Uh, yes, and so. now we can move on. Yes. No. Otherwise, I'd be glad to explain it again. I have plenty of time. So, so which which episodes best. was it where we uh, did our, our musical histories? Oh, my remember? gosh, Brad, I don't know. Oh, I dude, mean, why are you like, asking we've me? We've done at least three shows like that. Yeah. It was recent, and then, if I remember correctly, the great Liz Hill is the one that suggested yes. the listener participation, so we're going to actually call out, either call or Skype out. Uh, to a handful of listeners who wanted to tell us about their stuff. Uh, for those who want to go back and um, um, catch up before they listen to this episode, uh, it's episodes 338 and 339. All right. We are... Uh, now, um, before we go, there, there are some ground rules just because we want to get everyone in 10 minutes per listener. They don't hear you saying that at this moment. How come? Because there's nobody. We're not talking to anybody. Well, no, but I'm telling the listeners, the people listening to the show, oh. that we're going to stay 10 minutes with them. Yeah, we're going to try keep it at 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We also try keeping the show at a half hour. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashley. Who we'll invited, who nose, invited Ashley. you? Ashley. You can read that three holes. Oh, that's not. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, got a, Ashley got a nose Whoa. piercing, a nose ring, which I thought would break my heart, but it's really not a big deal at all. It actually works pretty well. 
Yeah. All right. So yeah. I told the first person we would call them um, 20 minutes ago. Okay. So, so we're been pretty in, much right on pace. Yeah. I have been in email contact with him. We've scheduled him for later. So now Excellent. we are back on schedule as far as calling our next person. Oh, that's great. So I'm going to do that right now. Let me mm-hmm. fire up the magic jack. Now, mm-hmm. as you were communicating with our listeners, did you tell them that we were going to have a 10-minute window with them? No, I did not. Okay, so we'll okay. have to tell them right off the bat. Okay. By the way, uh, Billy so Preston's feel, relationship uh, with uh, George Harrison continued after the breakup of the Beatles. You might not know that. We don't He care. was the first and artist. when I say we, I mean me. Do you George mean the Harrison royal we or the, the literal Beatle we? In another universe. I'm having magic jack. You know what? If you're, which knows it's everything. just part of if you're, uh, the course, isn't it? Yeah. Dennis, is your mic on? Is it? You tell me. Yeah, okay. Doctor Who was good. also a Beatle. What are those uh, sweet Ooh. headphones you're wearing, by the way? Are those sweet headphones? Yeah, they look some, awesome. I like them. There's some crazy, yeah. crazy oh, Asian. Nice. Cost yeah. Porta Pros. There's some crazy Asian okay. Kmart knockoffs. That was one of those, like, <laughs> Ducatis or something. They've been making you know. these since, like, the 80s. <laughs> oh, they've okay. been making these since the 80s. They're very comfy. I'm sorry. What, they had to use an ancient Chinese secret to I make guess. it? Is that the point? Man, I am so, a good producer on the other know, I'm, I'm distancing from Because I've that, got that, people's that playlists in my iTunes. We're all good. All right. Let's do this. Magic. All right. I'm going to call. What's his face? Let me find his number. Use the internet. Okay. No, it's right here. I am copying his number. Control C. I'm going over here, and I'm saying Control V. Oops. I don't want an actual V. Oh. Here we I'm go. Getting, I'm getting this tomorrow. Here we go. Who was the eighth Beatle? I deserve it. Dang it. I'm getting a new car tomorrow, people. I can't take Yay! it any longer. <laughs> it's not a new car. Not by a long shot, but it's new to me. It's going to be a grown-up car, and uh, that kind of excites me a little bit. It's not, fancy. So, you know. <laughs> he doesn't need a... It doesn't use a... Um, Cables to have to uh, a bungee cable to keep the door closed. I don't have to crank the engine on this one manually. That's not nice. That is, is really nice. I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy that. Which bothers me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have to shovel coal in the engine yep. when he. It's a uh, wood wood stick shift there. It's five speed sunroof. Yeah. Why am I not hearing good. this? Alloy well, wheels. Shot, tell us what kind of car you getting. Uh, I'm getting a. Um, I'm getting a car that has a sunroof, uh, has four doors for the kids, mm-hmm. uh, has a five-speed stick. That was on my list of things to get. And, uh, wow. Yes, that's, uh, wow, that's that was probably awesome. not the intended effect there. Um, wow, that, uh, that was actually the 12th Beetle. Yes. Uh, yes. Micron that Zer- that Zer- Zerman. That was Zerblorg. Yeah. Okay. No, Micron Zerman. Yeah. And, Zerblorg uh, is the 18th Beetle. Well, Zerblorg is the one that's responsible for Thetans, I believe. So, you know, look out for that. No. So how many uh, Scientologists do we have in the audience tonight? Well, raise your hands. Raise your hands. One. Good. Oh, wait. I was about to tell you guys. Hmm. Not bad. Um, so far, this is, we're getting a really good Hello. reception. Hello. Hi. I'm right here, Brad. No, like somebody two just feet called us. You. I'm having an issue with this thing. Mm-hmm. With the magic jack? You have got to be kidding me. Magic there is no. The, I've is set this up at my house today, and it worked beetle. just fine. Since when does the Magic Jack no. not play fair? I mean, really? Speakers, because microphone. We all know that the Magic Jack is uh, the Magic Jack is the way to be. I'm almost too worried that this car is uh, is almost too uh, adult for me because uh, I've never really felt like an adult, and uh, so uh, I'm getting a uh, Buick Lesabre. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
Um, they were sold out of you. That's not going to do it. Uh, they were sold out of Yugos. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said, you know what? Go ahead and give me a 323i. So I'm going to join. It's weird. All through the 80s, as I grew up in Norman, Oklahoma, the great state of Oklahoma, in Norman, College Town, obviously, you could not swing a stick without hitting a BMW. That was the car to have. Maybe this and is it always tripped That's me like out. Dallas in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was, I was hey, up there. And, sh- what? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello, can you hear us? Say hi. I can, but you sound really weird. I hear. You sound weird? All right, hang on. I hear white people. Stop talking, please. Hello, Brian, can you hear us? I can hear you. You're using all kinds of words. I would say turn down the effects. Brian, can you hear me? I can hear you, but not very well. What kind of not very well? I hope we're not going to have to Luis Brian. Bill, what kind of not very well? Well, I can't understand you guys. Very well. Oh, this is this is so disappointing. I did this. You tested already. I did it already earlier right. today. Our audience knows what to expect out of us. This is not right. disappointing anybody or I apologize anybody. for snapping at you. Well, now here's what okay. we're gonna do. It. We're gonna stop recording for a moment, and then we're gonna start Why? back up. This is great. It's it's great, but you are frustrated right now. You need to concentrate on the engineering side of it. So we're gonna stop for just a moment. We'll put in some intermission music, and then we'll start right back. Okay. You know what? Let's in just three, riff. Let's two, just riff. No, one. no. no. And we're back. I'm not back. Hey, now I'm back. If it doesn't work, you can just cut me out because it sounds like me being in the mix is not helping. No, you're the fifth beetle, so you just you just relax. You're good where you are, sir. He's the tenth. I thought we already went through this. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. How about us? Are, are we better? Yes, much better. I okay, great. Actually hear you now. I'm not sure exactly what happened with that, but we're on the phone right now with Brian Nixon, our good friend Brian Nixon. How you doing, Brian? Yes. Well, you know, about until about an hour ago, I was doing good, and then uh, my child decided to use half a roll of toilet paper in the toilet. Oh, nice. oh hey, very nice. Hey, at least, uh, well, at least, you, we, at least you didn't find any water everywhere. Brian, say hello to Dennis Pooh. Hello, Dennis Pooh. Hey, how are you? Uh, Dennis's wife, Stephanie's Good. here, but she can't hear you. And my daughter, Ashley, is here. She can't hear you, but they both say hello. Well, hey, hooray for speech therapy. Hi. <laughs> now, <laughs> right. Brian Nixon, have you ever met Dennis Pooh? I don't think um, so. I have. In fact, it was he that mentioned uh, that uh, Leah Thompson was at the Oh, that's con. right. That's uh, that right. With, with Brad Bill that I went to what? <laughs> yeah. No, that was me, buddy. I thought it was. I thought we were there, and then he said it. He that he told both of us. No, 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 no. You just a second ago, you said you were at a con with Bill. You were there with me. Oh yeah, sorry, I meant Brad. I meant yeah, because Brad. I went. Yep. Uh, Trisha Helfer. I went silly with Trisha Helfer. You weren't there at that one, sweetie pie. Hey Brian, I can tell you from experience, you will get corrected. All right, Brian. Okay. So just yeah, I'm just sorry. Just ride with it. We have to keep our our 
times with our listeners to 10 minutes, so we're just going to jump right in. And you're starting now. To your, uh, to your first song back in 1986. What kind of music were you into at the time? Uh, pretty mainstream, actually. I liked some of the what they called heavy metal back then, you know, like the Death Leopard and Bon Jovi and things. And but uh, a lot of what I liked was was pretty mainstream, Ariel Speedwagon and things like that. Um, but there was a group that they were not one hit wonders, but definitely one album wonders. I think they qualify as two hit wonders, if I'm not mistaken. Probably a two hit wonder, yes. And and their second one was the song that I liked. You know, and I still love it. Yeah, I do too. Um, Kyrie by Mr. Mister. Here we go. <laughs> oh, this is a wonderful song. Yes, I love this song, and I actually can you hear it, Brian. We can hear it. Though. I can hear it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I participated in high school. I participated in a talent show at a uh, at another church. Our youth group went to this one church. It was a big area wide get together, and we did a air band version of this song, Kyrie. Wow, we rocked it. We came in second place only because 50 kids got up and danced on the flatbed trailer like uh, to Twist and Shout by the Beatles like Ferris Bueller did. That's Boo. the only reason we didn't win. Boo, that's not original. Yeah. We had we had a fake we had an air drummer. We had I was singing an air basin just like the real guy from Mr. Mister. I love this song, Brian. I, I still love this is one of my favorite songs of all time. I just it's about, still one that I love to put in and listen to and, and I actually, you know, had to look up what Kyrie lays on meant. I forget pre-internet, so I probably had to look it up on like, an actual dictionary. I forget what it means. <laughs> uh, it means uh, Lord be with you, God be with you. Yeah, that's right. And I, I had, uh, I had a, a friend of mine in high school that she was very religious and she loved this song because of that reason. Yeah, be with me on the road that I must travel. That type of thing. Yeah, it's a great tune. Yep. What about you, Bill? Did you did you hate this song, Bill? I was not a fan of the mainstream at that time. That's true. I could go on. I could elaborate. If Dennis, you like. do you remember this song? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I always thought that was a girl's name. Kyrie? Kyrie? No, it's, I had no idea. Kyrie you know, Eliason. All the songs. Were, well, what language is that? Kyrie, I believe Kyrie Eliason was the second in command of D Space Nine. Right. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian, what language is that? You know, I don't remember. I think it's Latin. Is it Latin? Probably, probably Latin. That uh, I love that song, Brian. Let's move on to your second, your second song. Um, we need to apologize to Bill right off the bat. Uh oh. For the genre, <laughs> right? Oh no. Yep. We Is this one of the two? This was right in the middle of my big country music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> country music. Oh. I've never heard of this group. I know. I'm gritting my teeth too, Ashley. I'm gritting my teeth. Oh, you really haven't. Oh, this is my this. The reason I love this group so much. This is Diamond Rio. Um, one of the things I love more than anything is singing along with the radio, or just singing in general. I sure. love singing. This man. These I don't know if you guys know. Always just this man. What? I'm telling the the people yeah. here. This man cut his own album. I used to love singing, and I, then I hit puberty. I did. Yep. Yeah. How long were you in the country? I still country? sing in the car, but nobody can hear you me as far I, as I, I know. I still kind of am, but for about so. Ten years. There was a, a group that I was hanging around with that uh, was really into the country scene. Um, I even went line dancing with them once. Um, well, it was, but the thing about Diamond Rio is all their songs are fun to sing, and they're right in my key. It's weird for a barbershop quartet to do country and western, though. <laughs> they do kind of sound like a barbershop quartet, don't they? <laughs> this yeah. song's called Standing. I thought it was called Holden. 
Holden, yeah, sorry, Holden. I think you mean, know the name uh, of the song he likes. I think you guys mean don't even know the name Holden. Of the what do you mean? Uh, Holden? Right. I'm, I'm looking at their logo. It's so 90s. <laughs> is there is is a diamond in it? Yeah, it's a diamond. There's a banner above it that says diamond, and, or it says diamond, and then the Rio is the diamond. It's not an eagle flying out of an explosion with no. a machine gun? No. Because that is, would be awesome. This I was back that. in uh, 96. 96. Yeah, their last album came out was uh, actually gone over to a Christian um, style. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's That's the really difference? They don't talk about... Uh, there's there's less Not talk much, of getting drunk it's, it's in Christian of, music. Uh, yeah. Christian okay. lyrics. Yeah. Just there's there's less talk of divorce baptism. and DUIs and wrecking your truck. Exactly. <laughs> Brian, you know what you get when you play country western music backwards? There's a song that tells you this. You get your car back, you get your house back. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's an actual song by uh, uh, Rascal Flatts called when you play a country song backwards oh wow okay i'll have to look that out i didn't know it that does not surprise me that rascal flats would take the uh, lowest common denominator 10 years later back in uh, uh 2006 what were you listening to at that point what kind of what style of music okay this one um i was really into jason mraz i first heard him when i was in phoenix on a business trip the car company had given me a convertible. I remember this real distinctly. Uh, first time I ever heard his song, The Remedy. And I remember just driving all over Phoenix with the top down and not realizing until later that day I probably should have put a hat on or oh. uh, sunscreen on the top of my head. But uh, just really started liking Jason Mraz. His second album came out. It's called Mr. A to Z. This song is called Geek in the Pink. What's it about? Um, part of it is about, um, like, if, if this girl can't, doesn't like him, well, that's fine. He's good with that. You know, he's, if he can't accept him the way he is, as the geek in the pink, well, he's fine. Did but I, what I like is the wordplay in it. Uh, did I, it was fun to learn how to sing. Is this the right song? Did I grab the right one? That's it. You know, I... I tried listening to Jason Mraz at the time because somebody recommended it to me, and I I, I really didn't get into it that much. He's kind of for the uh, the the crowd that loves Jack Johnson but wants to rock. Okay. Yeah. Jason Mraz, by the way, is a uh, was a veteran of the San Diego coffee house scene. Bill is like so, a walking encyclopedia. You're darn right of knowledge. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, Dennis. <laughs> I've noticed. Do you still listen to Jason Mraz, Brian? I do, actually. In fact, his last album was uh, Love is a Four-Letter Word. It's probably my favorite one of the bunch so far. I know a lot of four-letter words. <laughs> That's true. Hey, Brian. I know a few as well. <laughs> hey, Brian. Why does he insist on wearing those hats? Because he doesn't want to get sunburned like Brian. <laughs> yeah. You see, there's I, the connection. Okay, you guys, you can steal, you steal the thunder. I, I was serving up uh, Brian a softball there. Oh, I'm sorry. Kind of hoping he would, you know, sorry. reclaim a little of his comedic glory there on the show. But, Brian, uh, I'm going to pull the music up just a little bit so the listener oh. can hear it a little better. Oh, yes. Yes. Bill's dancing, Brian. He's dancing. Well, they should. This is good dancing. And my pants are still on. <laughs> That's th- fortunate. Yes. We have females in the house now. 
I can tell you how many shows Bill's done pantsless. <laughs> you know what? Oh, just, talk about uh, I, I'm glad I wasn't pants there pants for those. That's just how it goes. No, uh, you were where there. You were there for one of them. I'm not going to tell you which one. I mean, hey, I'm glad you never stood if, up. If you didn't notice, you know, I wasn't going to make a big deal out of it. Well, me and my therapy bills appreciate that. <laughs> You're very welcome. Because let me tell you, there's some things you just can't unsee, right? Am I right? Right. right. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. I kind of like about this CD. Um, it is very eclectic. There is songs that sound like rap. There's scat songs. There's a, an opera piece in one of the songs. Well, you know, it's super varied. When I, when I started playing that track, I thought, I got obviously got the wrong track because this doesn't sound like the little bit of Jason Mraz that I've heard before. Oh, this sounds like it. But I don't stop with a light rock. I shut the muck, you kind of puts me in the spot. Oh, I love it. Go, nice. Brian. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Yeah, <laughs> All right, well, hey, I'm sorry we got kind of a late start on this, um, uh, but we appreciate uh, you listening and, um, you know, supporting well, hey, our show and stuff. Guys. Hey, thank thanks you. for always making me laugh. Well, you're very oh. welcome. Gosh, you're very welcome. And Bill, I, I, Bill, I appreciate that I can put you on at night and go to sleep to it. Thank you, Ooh. thank you. You know what? I, I do what I can. Burn. Hey, hey, are you? Uh, <laughs> hey, are you? Uh, you're, are you going to see uh, Jason Mraz in concert? I saw him up in Boise a few years ago. Actually. Nice. Well, he's going to be in Brasilia on December seventh. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a commute from here. Uh, he'll be little in bit, uh, little he'll, bit. he'll be in Santiago, which of course is in Chile, on the ninth, and um, you know then uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, and finally um, uh, one of these things not like the other. Uh, December twenty second, he'll be in Richmond, Virginia. So, but it's gonna <laughs> be an all it's gonna be an all star lineup with over two hundred children. It's this is gonna be live art, the tree of life. Yeah, it's going to include Jason Mraz, Katie Lang, Christina Perry, Renee Marie, Robin Thompson, Daniel Carsty, Bassett, and the Upper East Side big band. So, pretty cool. Uh, it says here, uh, this uh, amuses me. Um, at the very bottom of this listing, it's, uh, there's a link for tickets, and then the uh, next uh, link down says three people are attending. <laughs> so, it's going to be a big show. It's going to be a big show. Well, uh, 28 people are attending the Sao Paulo show. 29 people are going to be attending the uh, the show in uh, uh, Santiago. Okay. All right, that's and great. my laptop is uh, just locked up. So. Thanks, Brian. Hey, thanks, guys. Brian, Have look forward night. to seeing you soon, brother. Talk to you later. Ciao. Bye. All right. Well, I'm sorry for the rough start, guys. Very sorry for the rough what start. What rough start? Oh, come on. What are you talking about? You know exactly you're, what I'm talking about. You are way too modest. I'm actually embarrassed. You know what you're doing? What we were doing was providing good content for the listener. Our next um, caller is going to be on Skype. So, Okay. Oh, my gosh. So the Magic Jack uh, is out. Test. And the Skype machine is in. I don't trust Skype. I trust Magic Jack. What's going because on? it's got the word magic in the title, so it's got to be better than Skype. Yeah, but I don't even know what Skype Jack is. In the title too, I think Skype so. is something that your dog leaves on the carpet that you have to clean up after. Skype is that? Test. Wasn't that that magical animal that uh, you would always send freshmen after? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Skype? name. Yeah, Skype hunt, go Skype hunting. Yeah, Skype hunting. I yeah. think, as in a touch of irony, I'm going to name my uh, my next chupacabra. I'm going to name him <laughs> Skype. <laughs>
Well, come here, Skype. All right. Um, good boy. Good see. boy. Let I go told, of my wrist. I told the next guy we would call him. Um, yeah? Yeah, we need to call it's him right 17 now. 17 after. We need to call him right now. Go away. How are we on schedule? Hoser. I think we're uh, only two minutes behind. Fantastic. Yeah. Dude. Here we go. That's that's 12 minutes early for us. Let's hope this works. Oh, jeez, come on. Please, 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 please. We need this one. Hello. We need this one. Hello. We have this one. Hugo. Yes. Hey, it's Brad from Half Hour Wasted. How are you doing? Good, Brad. How are you? Hey, Good. Senor Chavez. Senor <laughs> Chavez. Uh, oh, wait, he's dead. Bill's here. Frank's here. Dennis Pooh is here. Say All hi, right. guys. Hey, hey, how oh. are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. We're quite well. Where are you right now, Hugo? Um, I live in Anaheim, California. Oh, yeah? And you said in your email, uh, said you've been listening to us from the beginning? Yes. How come we haven't wow. heard from you since then? I mean, since um, until now. Well, uh, let me see. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm what you call part of the silent minority. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Apparently... You know, I like to listen to you guys. I don't like to really say much because I just think that what you guys do is, you know, awesome. So That's I don't weird. want to spoil it. How did oh, no. what in the world made you start listening to us three goofballs? Yes. Um, well, it all started with a little movie called Watchmen. Ah, oh, okay. So you started listening to this whole cross-platform the Legion of Dudes first thing. with their Watchmen episodes. Yes. Uh uh, yeah, because the, let me see. It was the Watchmen. I got into the Legion of Dudes. Then I started listening from the beginning for number one. Back when it was actually half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was before. Uh, that was before Bill came on full time, yeah. right? That, that was before Bill came on full time. <laughs> right. And that's back when and, we were doing two shows a week. Actually. Well, you know what? You're getting more bang for your buck these days. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying well, it. Like they said, you know, you can't contain the voice. Thank you. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think I'm bluffing. I, I'm blushing over here. We know about not containing the voice. It may be the B12 we shot know. I took earlier. I think it's, uh, it's one of the two. I'd speak for all of us. Uh, oh, our friend Dennis Pooh is here. Also, say hi to Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Hey, how are you? Uh, my daughter Ashley's here, and uh, Dennis's wife Stephanie is here, and they can't hear you, but uh, they can say hello to you if they want. They're still okay. feeling Say hello. hello. <laughs> All right. Hello. Um, we thank you for finally, you know, letting us know about you and, and you know, contacting us. It's always nice to, to hear somebody new, to talk to somebody new. And even though you're not new, you're new to us. Well, I'm, I'm glad to be here, guys. And, and you're from California, is that right? Um, I live in California. I was at, I'm actually from Puerto Rico. Okay. okay. That was my next question. Uh, because of your accent and because of one of the songs that you uh, that you um, are, we're going to play here in a second. Yeah. Back in uh, back in 1986, how old were you? Roughly. Back in 1986, I was. Let me see. Minus three. Well, how old are you now? Let's just put well, it that way. I'm, well, I'm 39. 39. Okay. Yeah. So you're not that. You're about no, that's five not years. Bad. We're we're all in our mid forties. Yeah, you're about an average of five years, you know, approximately yeah. five years younger yeah, yeah. than us. So just about that. Yeah, I think. Let me see. Eighty six. I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, somewhere 12, around there. 13, yeah. 14. Sixth grade, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, something yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was in the eleventh grade in nineteen eighty six, and this Aye. first song that you picked, uh, it 
I still love this song, especially because of the uh, the bass line really is really awesome. Uh, and it's one of the first ones I learned to play on the bass once I started picking it up. Uh, it's either uh, Rockwell or Desolation Street by The Cure. No. Let me, <laughs> let me play it. Here we go. Seriously? Come on. Oh, come on. You got it? Oh, this is weird. It's coming... It's <laughs> I'm plugged in, but it's coming out of my speakers, even though I'm plugged in here. Oh, that's weird. Jiggle the cable, Brad. You may need to do the motherboard. No, you know what? You know yeah. what it is? No. It, because... Is the because Skype I, thing? Yeah, it's because oh. I'm using Skype. Okay. It's jacked up. What... Uh, hang on. I have to open my playback. Who is that little person we hear? Oh, that's my daughter. Oh, a miniature human. Yes. That's awesome. How miniature? Uh, she's going to be three in January. Oh, dude. I remember those good old so, days. My, mine, as you well know, are 11 and 6, and so those yes. days are a uh, fond uh, memory. So why don't you brag about your, your family? Tell us who else you got there. Well, you don't have to, see, you don't have to name kids, names. Two boys and a girl. Oh, my gosh. The, the boy's 13, my second son is 7, and then the princess. Oh yes, <laughs> I was lucky. Our, our we got our princess out of the way first, and uh, so she's the uh, she's the the number one by chronology. Oh, really? Yes. Well, well, actually, my daughter is the last granddaughter. So oh, oh, oh so man, everybody spoils her. She is just gonna get hammered with spoiling. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hopefully, she's already experienced it. Oh no! Yeah, she, she, yeah. She, her grandparents, you know, it's like every time they come visit, she wants to go with them. So, <laughs> yeah. sounds like sounds like she has very good grandparents. That's very sweet. That's awesome. Yes. Oh gosh! And, and how lucky to uh, are the grandparents within striking distance? Uh, well, they they used to live about five minutes from here because okay. my dad was a pastor, so his church was like right next to us. Oh, how cool! And uh, but now that he's retired, he lives about an hour and a half away. All right. So uh, it, but you know they come and they take her for a week, and yeah. then sometimes when the kids are on vacation, they go stay up there for summer. Gotcha. So, you know it's pretty good. Yeah, of course. Uh, if you live in Anaheim and they're an hour and a half away, that could be like what two and a half, three miles. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I hear. I mean, Dallas traffic is bad, but I don't think we've got anything to complain about compared to the one hundred and one. Yeah, well, l- luckily, uh, at least where I live and where I work, I don't need to take the freeway. All right, I figured it out, man. I figured it out. Here oh, we go. Oh, you got Brad. it? Yeah. Hey, hey uh, um, Hugo, did you catch that uh, we were vamping the entire time while Brad was uh, struggling against the equipment? Yes. I, 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 yeah, I know. It's pretty That's smooth, wasn't talking. it? It's pretty smooth. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's a team effort around here. Brad? Yes? No, here it comes. No, we're hearing it. Here it is. Oh, there we're it hearing is. It. Here it is. You guys recognize this? Of course you do. Yeah, yeah. I think so. As soon as it kicks in here. We're getting ready to do the Vox. There we go. That bass wow, line right wow, there. Wow, wow, Boom, 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 Nice. Very nice. Living on a prayer, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Look at this. Now, that is crazy. Whatever I did, what did, you, what did you do? Man? I don't know, but whatever I did, I have to. I can't use the fader now to control the volume. I have to use volume on iTunes. Oh, this is just a comedy of errors. <laughs> but anyway, this well, is a we're good. Going live, people. We're going yeah. live. This is a good tune, man. I love this song. 
Yeah, I love it too. Uh, actually, I have every single Bon Jovi record cool. because of that. So, were you just totally into uh, Bon Jovi and all this? I wouldn't. Bon Jovi was not hair metal. It is not Poison or Dangerous Toys or Nelly Guns or anything like that. But uh, were you into other kind of? Because this is like Jersey Rock or something. Yeah, so, it's like Jersey Rock. Well, I mean, see, but back home. Um, at least back then, uh, we mimic a lot of the stuff that came from the U.S. Okay. So we had a lot of uh, Bon Jovi. We had a lot of uh, all the hair bands that came out, like the Poison, yeah. the Metallica, uh, nice. Guns N' Roses. I love Guns N' Roses, too. Cool. So you, uh, anything that was... Did you ever get you know, to see Bon Jovi era, concert? We kind of took to our own, too. Yes. So is Even that, though half of the people over there don't know what they're singing about. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever they, get they to... speak Spanish and the songs are in English? <laughs> speaking of speaking Spanish, let's move on to your next <laughs> your next uh, song from uh, 1996. Tell us about this. Well, this one, see, uh, um, I came to live permanently here in the United States in 1994. At the end of 94. Okay. And then I started meeting people, and they show me what's called rock and espanol, which is Spanish rock. Huh. And that's when I started to get into the rock, but in actual Spanish instead of English. Let me start this song here. Oh, I'm, I'm not familiar with the uh, the concept. Here we go. This is cool. Oh, really? That's on Jovi. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you, Hugo. I, even though he sang in Spanish a couple of songs, but yeah, but not that one. Do you know which Beatle Bon Jovi was? Check it out. Listen. Okay. What's the name of this group? Uh, the name of the group is Soda Stereo. Okay. okay. What's the name of this song? Uh, it's uh, In Spanish, it's the Musica Ligera. What does that mean Wait. in English? It, it means... Uh, out of light music, you know, it, 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 it's 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 a song about like, um, like love, you know, just having fun. Okay, you know, it, it, happy like, music, not too serious, basically, just happy stuff. So it's very popish, then. It sounds pretty heavy. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna turn it up just a second so we can hear a bit. I almost thought it was Nirvana. Well, the beginning of it had a nice yeah. guitar riff that I I flubbed listening to. Um, here we go. <laughs> Now are these guys are these guys Spanish, Mexican? What are they? They're from Argentina. Argentina. Oh, how cool! Okay. Yeah. Very cool. I don't know that I've ever heard Even of South. They have records from way before, um, and I listened to the music from before. But when this came out in '96, you know, this is what you know. That's why I chose the song because it, I, I like the I like the rhythm. I like the bass line. This is and, it's kind of cool. I mean, the I song would, live is actually very, very cool. I would not be embarrassed driving down Preston Road with my windows down jamming yeah. this. I'm pretty sure I'd look very out of place jamming in music like this in my, uh, my car, but uh, yeah. I'd, I'd have no problem doing that. I think I'd take well, that chance. I would look okay. You know what? Um, yeah, Frank would look great. <laughs> I think that would be normal. a good fit for me. I do still have the Saturn until yeah, then, then you will look tomorrow. Out yeah, tomorrow it, it gets Bill, tomorrow it gets worse. Bill's getting a new car. Tomorrow I I, I go I go full on uh, uh, yuppie. We're gonna jump right into uh, 2006. Uh, when my daughter saw this, she smiled and and uh, in recognition of this song. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Okay. No fighting. 
Hipstone Live by Shakira. Yes. Shakira, Shakira. Shakira. And Wyclef Jean. Greatness. Why should, well, who is Wyclef Jean? I've heard the name, but who who is he? Fuji's. Oh, okay. Fuji's. Now, Hugo, you have a you have a uh, like a real kind of love for that Latin type of um, uh, you know your your culture comes through in the music you like, as opposed to Frank who likes French pop. Yes, I do like French. Oh, pop. hey, you know what? Don't, don't knock a Frank. I, I still like my um. Uh, what's the name of that group? Air. No, um, the the one who sing the Lucky song, Get Lucky. Oh, uh, you talking about Daft, Daft Punk? Punk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, of course, you know, Get Lucky was uh, co-written with uh, the great Pharrell, Pharrell Williams. Yes. So, uh-huh. yeah, that was a great song. I, I listened to that song like almost everywhere. three times in a row on my last drive back from uh, uh, Oklahoma. My last trip in the Saturn. Yes, I'm retiring the uh, Saturn tomorrow. By press oh, wow. time, I will not be a Saturn driver anymore. So, I'm kind of jazzed about it. You're, I'm ready for a new challenge. Excited, I'm, I'm ready for a new challenge. It's actually well, made it's, me happy all day. Yes, yeah. It, if if I'd kept my Saturn uh, through next March, I would have had it for ten years. So yeah, I think I've uh, I've wrung every ounce of blood out of that turnip. Hey, Hugo. Yes. Sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Dennis was about to say something. I didn't. No, I, didn't I was going to say it's Steph and I saw Shakira live in concert in Austin. Yeah. Awesome. I think it was. Was it not in Austin? Oh, where, okay. where was it? But you, the point is, you saw her in concert. Doesn't matter yeah. where, right? Yeah, that was well, an awesome yeah, show. I, I, is I it good? Do you like it? Stage back home. Oh, I'm jealous. Uh, is she back tiny? Ninety-six. I think it was before she started singing in English. Okay. She was singing in Spanish before. Is and, she? Uh, is yeah. She just miniature. Very nice person. How tall is she? Very short. Like Prince short? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can say about Prince George. She's about, <laughs> what, five-something, maybe? They should do yeah. a song to get, a song and a video a together, on. and they would look... And neither, shoot it from down below. They would look real tall well, together. Well, neither of them would have to stand on Apple boxes. This is true. Awesome. Hey, well, I'm pretty sure that Prince will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is a, a beautiful woman. Yeah, she's Who, pretty. Shakira? Yeah. Oh, Shakira's a knockout. Hey, Hugo, oh, yeah. it was really nice to talk to you. We're going to have to let you go so we can st- st- keep on schedule, but please don't be a stranger. Send us, you know, emails or... Voicemail or whatever, give us a call. Um, whatever you whatever you want. Just um, think, and, but most of all, thanks for listening, man. Yeah, thanks. Hey, man. Anytime. I mean, I I've been listening to the beginning. You guys are great, and I like the fact that you guys have your own opinions about stuff that you don't just follow the trends. So it's one of the reasons I listen. You know, well, cool. We appreciate that very much. Even uh, and we appreciate you sticking around after Bill got promoted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't able to drive many listeners away. Yeah, well, you know what? It, it it was it was a different dynamic, but you know it, it was still good. Well, that's awesome. You know, even though it became an hour and a half, yeah. an hour wasted. You know, I've been going to counseling for that. You, you know? guys, you guys can't see uh, Hugo's selfie on Skype here, but he's a he's a handsome man. Let's see. You know, right. He has pants on, right? Yeah. Okay, thank goodness. He's got a nice uh, Van Dyke sure going. I'm sure you a nice a, Van Dyke yeah. going. I'm sure you're a very handsome gentleman, sir. You look serious. <laughs> All yeah. right. All right, we're going to let you go so we can get our next uh, caller on. We appreciate you listening. Now. Hugo, you're crazy for listening, but thank you. That is so cool. You're welcome, guys, and um, I'll be listening when you guys have the full episode. Tremendous. All right. Tremendous. All right. We'll have shout nice out one. to you, sir. Right. Goodbye, Hugo. All right. Bye. Bye.
That's really cool to hear. That is awesome. That is the Somebody first new. time. I believe that's the first time we've heard from Hugo. Yeah, from Hugo. I mean, he's he um, has emailed us before, and you know he's been involved that way, but we've never actually spoken to him. Now was that was that Mr. Hugo Rivera? Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Stormtrooper picks. Yeah. Yeah. No, ba- no, no. That's somebody else. Okay. All right. Yeah. My apologies, Hugo. Do we still hey. have a bumper sticker? Send him a bumper sticker. I believe I sent him one. I love... Um, I believe I sent him one. Hey, there's the, the, the new listener. Hey, the new listener is the awesome. And uh, that leads me to my next phrase. Long live the new flesh. Um, it's a video drum reference. I just figured I'd just lay that one out there for you. Okay. Who we got next, Fred? Hello. Hey. Uh, I'll be right back. Hey, All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and get our next person on the phone, and okay, Bill can join us uh, when he when he is ready. Shoot! Did not mean to do the video call. Happy 350, guys. Well, thank you, Liz Hill. Liz Hill! Yay! Yay! Hey, um. Bill stepped away for a moment. Yeah, so Bill, just Bill's taking care of some family business right now. Uh, Dennis Poo is here. Hey. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Good. Um, Ashley, my old daughter, is here. She can't hear you, but uh, Ashley, this hello is... Hello, anyway. She says hello. Uh, Liz is a longtime listener and supporter of our show. So, um, sorry we're running late. We had some... Uh, it's a comedy of errors when you listen to the episode. Um You'll just go, oh, this is nothing new. <laughs> right? Um, how are you t- this evening? I'm doing well. Doing well. You sound like you're way far away. Oh, is that any better? Yeah, that's better. Have okay. you, um, you don't typically use Skype, do you? No, not really. Well, it's the first time for everything, right? Yeah. But it sounds yeah, fine. Thing, but I don't know if it works well or not. No, it sounds fine. Now, Liz, you... Um... Uh, you were telling us on Facebook how you are in charge of decorating your office for Christmas. Yeah. How's that going? Yeah. It's doing good. We're uh, we're doing a theme of Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys. All right. Which nice. is a lot of fun. I've seen your artwork you've been posting. It looks good. Thank you. We, we were told we were a very dysfunctional department, <laughs> so I decided we should just be the Misfit Toys. Do what you know. Exactly. All right. Let's jump right into your... Um... Your first song, and let me pull up your playlist on the iTunes. Here we go. Okay, what's your first song? Tell us about it. Okay, my first song is That Was Then, This Is Now from The Monkees. And I know that's really cheesy, but I was 10 years old in 1986, so I didn't really have a lot of music under my belt at that point. Is this, but, the, is this the, right, the right song here? Yep. I just saw Mike Nesmith play Dallas like a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, really? it was awesome. I'm not a, I'm not very knowledgeable about the Monkees at all. I know the Hey Hey, where the monkey is. Yeah. I know that song, but that's it. You know what's weird is that for every song you know, the Monkees probably have three or four solid songs that you've never heard. You know, when I was doing research, equally as good. I mean, to find this song, I was shocked at the amount of music they put out. Yeah, I had zero they had idea. A lot. They uh, and Liz, correct me if I'm wrong, but they they were a manufactured band uh, because of the because of the Beatles. They were so hot, so they were they were like an American manufactured band uh, of the Beatles. But they but 
a version of the Beatles, but they actually produced a lot, and they had good songwriters, and, and um, yeah, you know, they, they yeah. were a lot of fun. I think Neil Diamond wrote for them a little bit. Um, Carol Hart. King. Um, they're just a band that I've, I've really still just loved them ever since I was young, and this album in particular was just a best, I think a best of album, but there were three brand new songs on it. And my brother bought me this album for me oh, when that's he was sweet. 10. And he went to private school. And I remember that Thanksgiving time, he had to go back to school after Thanksgiving. And I was just crying and crying because I missed him. So for Christmas, he bought me this album because he knew I loved the monkeys. Very nice. This is the first 80s song that doesn't uh, bring images of jean jackets for me. <laughs> now, Liz, who was your favorite monkey? Did you have a crush on any of them? I think Peter. Peter? Okay. Yeah, you like the misfit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, um, because I was lucky enough, I've, I've met Peter and Mickey at the convention. And then a couple of years ago, before Davy Jones died, I saw the monkeys near me, and Tammy and I had passed, so we actually got to meet them afterwards. So I got to meet Davy Jones before he died, and I was a oh. complete fan girl about it. That's pretty cool. I mean, especially because he had. You know, he's one of those people that, that you just kind of um, expect to be there all the time. When he passed, it was kind of sudden, and everyone seemed to be like, oh, Davy Jones, the monkeys, and all these memories came back for a lot of people. Exactly. All right, let's move on to song number two, which okay. is uh, a great tune that I I should be more familiar with this band, and I'm, I'm not, but I love the way it starts. I'm going to pull it up. And uh, Bill's actually still not on the headphones, so I would was be interested to know if he knew it right off the uh, off the top here. But I'm let's play it. Here we go. It's you know, a great opening. Is this Metallica? No, it's Rush. You can tell. Listen. Oh, there we go. You can hear Getty Lee. Rush from uh, Test for Echo, and the name of the song is Driven. Now, why this song, Liz? Um, it's my favorite song off the album, and this was actually the second tour that I'd seen from Rush. And again, it's another brother story. My brother took me to go see this concert, so he's really the one who got me into Rush growing up. And so it's almost 20 years later since I saw my first concert for Rush, and just I absolutely love them. My favorite band of all time. Are they cool. touring now? Are they They're still not. Touring? They just stopped touring. Oh, okay. But um, I knew they it was just recent. put out a really cool box set with like DVD and CDs of their latest tour box. Yes, because I saw some uh, footage of that, and it, it's an all-out uh, spectacle. Yeah, it was a fantastic tour. It was great. Uh, there's a really cool breakdown in the middle of this where the bass plays plays the uh, the lick there the ding, the ding, the ding. it's really awesome I, it's the first time I've ever heard this song was today um, I haven't heard a lot about the test for echo album though um, and it, it wasn't in I mean I like I, said, I love rush and a little bit later rush gets a little bit different I still enjoy it I, I enjoy their earlier stuff a lot better um, I like their 80s stuff a lot again I think just growing up the 80s I grab towards things with you know the synthesizer and like all that kind of stuff so i love like mostly like their uh, hold your fire album is one of my favorites but um i also love their 
it's like their second or third album, Fly By Night. I've got a huge tattoo of the owl on my back now. Wow. So, no way. I didn't realize that. Committed. Yeah, committed, I just got it this summer. It goes, the wings go from shoulder to shoulder. Did and it? it's about probably five five inches tall or so. Has it healed nicely? <laughs> Very nicely. That's great. Because uh, bad tattoos are... are um, an awful thing to have to live with. Yeah, that's it. You want to spend good money on a good artist. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to half uh, half butt a tattoo. Let's um, let's go right to the to the next one, the last one, and uh, I love this song. And it was on heavy rotation, uh, in the car for a long time. And my girls and I, we would sing this song at the top of our lungs. Uh, here we go. Come on, let's play. Here we go. You know it? <laughs> Feel Good Incorporated by the Gorillas. Yeah. Oh. That's a great tune. Didn't they have a song called Clint Eastwood? Or am I thinking of something yeah. else? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think the worst thing is, is the story behind why I picked this. Yeah. Was I spent a long time on Wikipedia looking at albums that came out between like 2004 and 2008. And I didn't recognize about 90% of them. And... This was one of the only things I recognized. I said, yeah, that song's pretty good. I guess I like it, so I'll pick it, because I know nothing current at all. So this is why this is my song. Now, wasn't isn't one of the guys from Weezer in this group? Well, I, I was I was about that. Blur, thank you. Not Weezer, it's Blur. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I thought they were all anonymous. Well, no, it's, that was my question. Yeah. There's, but you can only keep a lid on it for so long, I guess. Yeah, I mean... I love this song. It's so cool. I knew that they that there was a guy from a a known a well known band, quote unquote well known band. Uh, Blur. They do the song number two, song two. Or, song, or is it four? No, it's song two, song right? Two. Song number two. Hey, Bill, can you hop on? What do you say? Oh, okay. I don't know. He's talking about something. Uh, I don't want to. Okay, hey, hop on real quick. We're on song three of Liz Hill, and I know you've been oh, taking you're kidding me. No, I know you've been taking care of business. Um, say hi, dearest Liz. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I love it. I'm doing uh, pretty well myself. I'm gonna go back to song number two. That right there was Feel Good Incorporated. Oh heck yes! I want to play the good beginning. Old I want to play the beginning of song number two to see if you can if you can recognize Hit me. Bill. All right, here we go. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Rush. This is uh, this is the this is off. Uh, this is Test for Echo. Yeah, it's dri- okay. yeah. driven off Test for Echo. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, okay. Bill. Okay. Very thank good. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Awesome. What was song number one, Miss Liz? Uh, that was then. This is now by the Monkees. <laughs> I'm afraid we meant 1986, not 19. 19- no, no, I, I, I was going to say that we, we said 1986, not 1966, but uh, hey, that's all good. You know, we're all it friends had, here. It had three new songs on that album. <laughs> uh, don't you hate that when they, they release the best of with two new songs on it? It's like, just put out an EP or something. You know, don't spare us all these well, songs. Well, I like it. Bought. I like it when, uh, when I don't have anything of the, of the uh, oh. previous, you know, releases. Like if I can get yeah. all of their good stuff. 
and a couple of new tunes yeah. all in I one think album. I've like, had this discussion awesome. with with Liz, as a matter of fact, that I, I'm not a I'm not a best of guy. Yeah, no. I've got uh, I've got two or three best of albums. I got the best of Bill Withers. I got the best of Earth, Wind, and Fire Volume One. Mm-hmm. I got the best of Queen. Um, that's really about it. I've also got all the Queen albums. So don't don't Bill's call me the kind of guy yeah. who celebrates the entire collection. Thank this is you. Right. This is right. Thank you. Hey Liz, I'm I'm sorry for the we can darn near complete each other's sentences. This is a good thing. I'm sorry for the uh, insanity. Of, no, of, this, you're not. of this whole episode, when you listen to it, uh, there's a whole front part, Liz, we're, that you're yeah. gonna you're we're gonna. Th- love. We're doing nothing more than exactly what the listeners demand. This is true. Okay, um, they expect unprofessionalism and uh, chaos, and uh, we deliver. And weekly. we are we are behind uh, schedule, so <laughs> no. I I hope you'll stop. forgive us if we if we uh, let you go and move on to our our uh, next uh, caller. That is no problem. I just want to say happy anniversary again. And I also want to thank you three guys, especially you guys have been there for me so much in the last month when I've been going through some really kind of tough stuff. And I really appreciate that this podcast brought you guys into my life because it means a lot. You guys are great friends and I love what you do. Well, we appreciate that very much. Awesome. There's a kind words. Liz, you're you're a sweetheart. Yes. Good luck and have a good time. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You are the goods. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, guys. Right. Bye. Kiss, kiss. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so I, don't, I, don't, got... I don't use that sign-off with the guys. <laughs> so uh, three more to go? Yeah. Okay. And I'm calling our next one right now. I know. you just It, it makes you want to go. It's just, it, it's... um. I don't know. It's like some kind of natural it's, law. It's that, sounds yeah. like a logo. It's that magic of engineering. It does. That sound that makes Hello? You... Devin Bruce, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Excellent. Good. I'm going to turn you down just a bit. Now, have we... Are you Dr. Teeth? I am. This is Dr. Oh! Remember Dr. Teeth? Oh! Okay. It was the, uh, the old CGS uh, message board handle from back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, isn't that your Twitter still? It is, yep. With an underscore in between the two words. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. fantastic. Devin, great to hear from you. Nice to hear you guys. <laughs> Is this actually Dr. Demento? Please say yes. <laughs> kind of sounds a little bit. Yes. Kind of sounds a little bit like him, doesn't he? Dude, I am jealous. I, I, if I knew his catchphrase, I'd say it. But yeah, sorry guys. I am jealous of the pipes, Devin. You, you do have an animated voice. It's pretty good. Say, uh, <laughs> say, may may cause lower back pain. May cause lower back pain. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. Apply directly to the neck and shoulders. <laughs> Do so, not expose to sunlight. Say roid away. Apply, apply directly to the roid. Roid away. Roid away. I can't even say it. It's from, it's from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay. Meatwad was, Meat was repeating a, a commercially saw. Roid away. Apply directly to the roid. Roid away. Apply directly to the roid. <laughs> it's for okay, hemorrhoids. One, one last request, Devin. Would you please say, do not taunt happy fun ball. Do not taunt Happy Fun Ball. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Hey, yes. say say hello to uh, good advice, to our good friend Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Dennis Pooh is in the Dennis house. Poo? It sure yeah. is. It is. We also have Stephanie Pooh, his oh, wife, Alex yes. Pooh, his son, and Ashley Pooh, his but uh, no, no Ashley, <laughs> Ashley no, Milo, <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> hello, hello, uh, Pooh family and uh, uh, Ashley. Uh, they can't hear you, but but we are telling them now that he says hello. Um, we're go. we're very behind, and we appreciate you waiting. 
on us. We're, I've said this a million times already. This is a comedy of errors, the show. So uh, enjoy it when you hear it. Let's uh, move. This, this is the 350th comedy of errors. Yes, that's true. This is true. Um, we're going to jump right into 1986. How old were you in 1986? I was seven. Seven years wow. old. Wow. And yeah, so wow. this next song is... Um, you don't remember the bicentennial? <laughs> this next song is its not exactly appropriate for a seven-year-old, is it? Not not particularly, oh, no. no this but isn't. <laughs> I remember, again, I was trying to think. 96 and 2006 were really easy, but 86, I was like, what was I listening to that wasn't, you know, either my parents' music or just random children's music and i remember very clearly having this on cassette tape wow. is this hey. is this south of heaven by slayer no no, <laughs> no. Here we go. let's okay. see if, let's see if you can guess it. open my hip. and nice oh my god hey she's in control baby there you go wow. bill got it dude 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 if you don't think I can pick out Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis's fine work? You have another thing coming, buddy. Nasty by Janet Jackson. This was yeah. back. Uh, this is one of her first big hits, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I think um, the first two albums she did were just kind of like bubblegummy, and then yeah. with Control, she just went really hard. And again, like you said, uh, Bill. Come on, bring the, it. Uh, <laughs> production uh, got a little funkier and harder, and I think Nasty was the first really big, big single. Yeah. Yeah. This is her off the wall. Which oh, is it? Which album I'm, was? I'm uh, bluffing. Was it that had um, what have you done for me lately? Do, 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 it's do, Control. Do, yeah, it's still on the same album. album. Too. By, by the way, I just looked up the cover for yeah. Janet Jackson's Control. Uh-huh. Uh, perfect eighties cover. It oh, good heavens! Oh, yes. <laughs> Standing the hair and the, the, the little squiggles drawn over her and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> squiggles drawn over her and then like um, a, a, a rectangle, an angled it's rectangle. It's very geometric. Yeah. yeah, very yeah. geometric. I, I mean, she's no C.C. Peniston, but, you know, what do you want for nothing, right? Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> now, look at that cover. That's so, like, perfect 80s. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love... Clearly, uh, I'm a child of of that age who loves Michael Jackson, and Control was just so different and weird, and yeah, I just really loved the the funky little drums and stuff in the background, and and Nasty's probably the best song off the album. Are you for sure? Are you a big fan of the production values? Are you a big fan of the the Jam and Lewis combo? Um, I I don't really think I've heard much of them outside of. Uh, their work with Janet, actually. They put out an album in 86 uh, uh, with uh, Herb Alpert, of all people, no called way. Keep what? Your Eye on Me. It is a great album. I've got the CD. I'll be glad to wow. I'll be glad to share it via P2P Networks. Not officially, in case, no, you know. No. For the NSA, I was kidding about that. Okay. Now the NSA has left the room. Dude, I'll so put it up on the net. I don't care. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, uh, it's actually... Uh, he has uh, Janet Jackson um, do a song called uh, um, it's a it's a love song called "Making Blank in the Rain," and for the oh, children, okay. I won't use the L O V E word. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it it's definitely uh, Jam and Lewis, and, and it's, it's definitely the same production values. But it's with Herb Alpert's uh, trumpet. 
which uh, kind of trips me out. So it's an, it's a really amazing. it's a really interesting hybrid. I'm sure you can find it out there somewhere. But yeah, Herb well, Alpert, keep on, your on eye on me. YouTube. I'm actually again, watching the video right and now. And again, we could go find it. We could go find it in my, that that song that that song Jan Jackson making love in the rain. Um, it's actually it, it's very much will will lead you to sexy time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my daughter's here in the room. If you mind. don't, yeah. if you're not, if, if not, you've forgotten, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. No. All right, let's let's move on to. Uh, Dude, okay, wait, Dennis. Dennis just showed me something that has shaken the foundations of my worldview. He, I saw him pull it out of his wallet. Yeah, this is uh, uh, the membership number. Oh, I shouldn't read the number. Uh, oh, it's okay. I'll, I don't think the club's it, It's a low right. number. Um, the uh, base of the club is in the Netherlands, and it does have Dennis's name on it. This is a <laughs> Janet Jackson fan club membership card. No yes. way! Oh, you were actually check. in the. Janet Check Jackson it. membership in Check my wallet it. for God. You it were is, actually in the Janet Jackson fan it's club. Laminated. Yeah, and it's this, awesome that you are still wow. carrying that. I'm still carrying it. This looks more like the Rolling Stone cover, Janet Jackson. Can you take a picture of that? Not the that Super Bowl performing awesome. Janet Jackson. It is, is she is very nice to her to is, the uh, club members? Is post control pre Super Bowl fiasco? It's kind of right in that that sweet spot. Let's move on wow. to song number two. Uh, there's no way this next. I've song never is heard good. of this band. What is it? Um, it's a band called Propag- Propagandy, and it's a punk band from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh, I I love this already. And the name of the song is Gifts. Yeah. Right. All right. Here we go. Love it. Kind of an old Green Day feel to yeah. it. Dude, Green Day doesn't have the stones to to make music this good. Not anymore. They don't. Isn't that sad? So how did you come across this song or this band? Um, well, I guess uh, at that time in uh, 96, I would have been 16, 17. Um, and I just started getting into punk rock music. And my friend said, if, you, if you're not really sure about punk rock, you should listen to this album. It just came out and it blew me away. Like this, this song is more of on the pop punk kind of yeah. angle. The rest of the songs... Uh, I, I was saying to Brad, I tried to find songs that didn't have any curse words in them, and this is the only <laughs> one on that album that fit that criteria. Thank you for that. And I'm Man, sorry, welcome. what was the band's name again? Propag- is it, it looks like it's spelled Propagandi. Yeah, Propagandi or Propagandi. Oh, nice. Or, or, <laughs> it's uh, P-R-O-P-A-G-A-N-D-H-I. Propagandi, Propagandi. Maybe? That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, isn't it weird how you hit 16, and that's when you start getting into that, that, that odd stuff? Yeah. Um, because I... Yeah, and it, Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I uh, uh, I started getting into uh, Black Flag and Bad Brains and stuff like that about that time. So uh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hip to your uh, your love of uh, punk music. Yeah, this is this is what solidified it. I mean, I started off with a band called No Means No, uh, yeah. which is still like my favorite band. And then I heard Ramones, and who hasn't heard Ramones and Sex Pistols? And then this band came in, and they're really political. Like, this is just kind of a pop-punky kind of thing, but like the rest of them, it's all like... Um, social justice and gay rights and okay. veganism and wow. anarchy and all that. So stuff. basically, they make Rage Against the Machine look like Tea Party members. Is what you're saying? Yeah, almost. Okay. All right, <laughs> maybe not the Dead Kennedy. Oh, dude, don't don't mess the DKs. I've got a 12 inch single of uh, a song which has a title which I literally cannot repeat on the air. The third song which amuses me to no end is an art. Uh, I never heard of these people. Who either? Who are these guys? Um, there's a band called The Deers, and they're from Montreal. D-E-A-R-S, not D-E-E-R-S. 
And yeah. Devin, are you from Canada? Did we miss that? I am. Okay. I did not pick Canadian bands specifically because I'm in Canada. <laughs> These just were like 96 clearly had to be that. And 2006 clearly had to be that for like how important they were in my life. And well, but you're expanding our horizon too. So that's awesome. So there you go. All right. Let's start this one up. I like it so far. Kind of has an incubus guitar sound to it, which I really dig. from what year is that from uh 2006 it's from uh, an album called gang of losers that's cool i like it there's something yeah, kind it's, of uh... it's a really interesting album it's all kind of it, there's that little kind of i think someone described it as jangly pop but yeah um the lyrics and the and the vocal style he's been kind of uh Compared it's, to Morrissey, except less ridiculous yeah. and a little more self-aware. I was going to say, uh, okay. uh, there's there's some definite uh, Elvis Costello-iness to it also. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and this song, I mean, it's it's maudlin. Like, I think the, ly- the lyric of the chorus goes, I hang out with all the pariahs. Everyone has had their fun with me. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then th- a year and a half ago, I saw it as a jingle on a Tide commercial. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. You now, so now you don't listen to the band anymore, right? Because they sold out. Oh, that's right. No, 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 no. I still love them. I just, I was like, this is a really depressing song and you're using it to sell clean clothes. <laughs> and I'm sorry, what's the band's name again? I want to see if I can find that. The Deers, D-E-A-R-S. You know, hey, everybody's got the. You may not be guilty uh, about this, uh, and there's no reason that you should. But we've all got our guilty pleasures. Sure. Maybe that's a bad word because I was listening. Uh, much as I love Bad Brains and Black Flag, I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to Robin Thicke's new album on the way home today. Okay? Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I, I'll admit that. I got no problem wow. with that. No. By the way, I, I, the single I worst song on the album. Really? What was that, Devin? Sorry, guys. Every time I talk, you guys completely cut out, so I don't know if I'm talking over you or not. Yeah, this uh, episode has just been a complete disaster pretty so much from first. the get-go. Yeah, go, okay. go ahead and go. Uh, go. Uh, the whole guilty pleasures thing, uh, Bill, absolutely. I think I, there were times where I would be ashamed of things that I liked, but like I thought, for instance, Pet Shop Boys. I love Pet Shop Boys. Okay. Um, and there was a time I thought they were guilty pleasure because they weren't cool. But no, Pet Shop Boys are great. I'm not ashamed of liking the Pet Shop Boys. Pet so. Shop Boys have always been cool. Amen, my brother. Yeah. Always. Yeah, I've decided. That was my alternate 19. That was my alternate 1986. I think if Jamiro- it wasn't going to be Janet Jackson, it would be Pet Shop Boys. I think Jamiroquai Wise would did it for me. It's like you know what? I like these guys, and if nobody else does, I'm okay with that. And yeah. if I, uh, you know, if I get beaten up in the, uh, you know, in the locker room every day after school for it, I'm okay with that too. Me <laughs> too. All right. Man, we're going to have to let you go so we can move on to our next one. We appreciate your uh, wanting to to visit with us and share your music with us. That's awesome. Absolutely. That uh, that episode was fantastic. Awesome. That two-part episode you guys awesome. did. Thank hey, you Hey, there's very one much. thing we haven't asked Devin yet. Yes. It, Devin, do you mind if we call yes. you Bruce to avoid confusion? <laughs> sure. Uh, 
Yes. He doesn't. He, he doesn't <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I just couldn't remember what the line oh. was after that. Mind if we call you Bruce to keep it clear? That's right. Howls of derisive laughter, Bruce. There you go. Hey, this this brings up uh, a nice opportunity. We just have a couple minutes to to chat about this. Uh, the surviving members members of Monty Python are oh, reuniting yes. for a new. I think it's a stage show, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Brad, um, that was a professional-grade segue there. Well, I thank congratulate you. Very much. you. Uh, it's l- little known fact is that Graham Chapman will be there in a vase. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, on the mantle, maybe. <laughs> lying on beds, scaring the children. That's right. Stuff like that. <laughs> they, no, uh, anyway. they, yeah, I'm they looking forward to, have, to that. They need to have a hologram Graham Chapman. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, dude, if, they can, not... if they can do it with Tupac and Michael Jackson and... And Will I Am, they can do it with this cat, right? You know, it would be cool if they could have, like, a, a framed picture of Graham Chapman on the wall or something. Oh, I'm Maybe sure. Maybe yes. sure in his King Arthur like Well, knowing yeah, them, they, they probably throw darts at it. Oh, I really know. Oh, I don't know. And, yeah. And maybe have um, Terry Gilliam animate it in his cutout animation style. That would be awesome. Or, yeah, that would be very cool. Very cool. All right, Devin, we're going to let you go. We, Like I said, we appreciate uh, you giving us a, a shout to let us know that you wanted to uh, hang out with us. And um, must be nice being in Canada, knowing that uh, even though you listen to us, you can still get uh, almost free um, psychiatric care. <laughs> nearly so, free. Nearly free, <laughs> yes. Now, unfortunately, I understand that you'll be in the queue for uh, seven years, but uh, you know what? We'll be pulling for you the whole time. <laughs> That's okay. If we just stay outside, it'll keep us in a state of suspended animation until they get to us. <laughs> Yo, you Canadians got to figure it out. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, you guys have had, what is it? You call it Campbell Care? Oh, that's that's from that's from the nineties, man. That's Absolutely. that's a, that's a way back reference for you there, for sure. Many people don't know that Kim Campbell is the former prime minister of Canada, and if you didn't know that, you know what? Check your history, people. All right, Devin, we're going to let you go so we can get our next person on. That's right. If you don't All know right, history, guys, congratulations! Thanks again. Thanks. Thank you. Bye, Devin. Bye. All right, we're going to move from Skype. To the yes. cell phone or the magic jack. Brad, Brad is flying over there on the other uh, board. It, oh, it's amazing. Liz sent us her picture of her tattoo. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that the? Uh, is that the? Wow. Oh yeah. Boy, yeah. she committed with that, didn't she? Wow. Don't yeah. look at that. I don't want you getting any ideas, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> that as long as they're not on my neck or face. That's why I said she can get all the tattoos she wants as long as they're not on her neck or her face, like Mike Tyson yes, or any please, of that kind and, of ridiculous. Please, no teardrops, okay? Because we know what that means. All right, we're. We may be we may be old. We're so it not means that you old. killed a man in prison. That, right? That's pretty much what it means. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, those go on you, right? so if yeah. Ashley starts collecting teardrops, you, you got issues. If you start brother. wearing turtleneck sweaters, you know, <laughs> if you commit to that, dude, you can you have all tats all yes. the time. And if you start wearing one of those uh, those pullovers that just has a little hole cut out for your face, so all we can see are your eyebrows to your bottom lip, then that we may have issues there too. No forehead tattoos. I think it's kind of cool where the, uh, the, the, the guy shaves his head, puts a tattoo on his skull, and then grows his hair back. I don't know what the point is, but I think it's kind of cool Whatever that... uh he wants it to show. Yeah. Zip, zip, zip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pepper, um, you don't get any Shack soda, darling. You're a good dog. I may have to put you outside, though. She Poor thing. She's... All right. I don't know why she act. I mean, there's there's 15 people in the house right now. Why is she acting lonely and forlorn? Here we go with our. She does. I'm hoping this works. You know what? I took her on a walk last night. I haven't beat her in days. <laughs> oh, no way. Whoa. That's his ringtone. Now that's a call tone. I like that. <laughs> Matt. Matt Heath. 
you? That was awesome. We just heard the uh, Cantina Band from Star Wars as your play. Uh, please wait right. while you, your party is reached. That's really awesome. <laughs> Can you hear us okay? We're having just an insane amount of technical issues with this episode. Uh, I can hear you fine right now. Okay. Good. Are you Fantastic. also from Canada, Matt? Uh, just Minnesota. Oh, yeah, God. you know, okay, we'll give you, oh, yeah, we'll let that one slide then. All right, now, Matt is, uh, Matt's one of our younger uh, listeners, right? Yeah, um, I, I was born in 1981. <laughs> okay, nice. so you were five years old uh, during the, the time of your 1986 choice. And uh, I, yeah, Ashley, my, my, my uh, older 19-year-old daughter is here. Did you watch this show? Did you ever see this show? I think I did in school. In school? Okay. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Dennis Poo is here also, so say hello to Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Hello. Um, 1986. When I, see, when I hear the title of this song, it makes me think of Star Trek The Next Generation. Do you know what show I'm talking about? Know what show you're talking about? Yeah. You're not talking this about... is a theme song to a television show. Uh, you're not talking about Cork starring Richard Benjamin. No. Um, in that case, Am I, uh, I'm not off on this, right? That's uh, the host of this show was on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Reading Lamar Rainbow. Burr. Reading Rainbow. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Here it is. Butterfly in the yeah. sky. Wow. I can go twice as high. Matt, you rock. This is great. Take a look. Who sang this? It's in a book. I don't know, but Lamar Burton. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm. I'm proud to say that I've never heard this song before. Oh, Ashley knows it. Move Ashley back to it. Russia. Good heavens. I never watched Reading Rainbow. Uh, you are you are poor for that. You didn't tune poor. in just to see Jordy LaForge? No. Did he wear his visor? He should have. It would have <laughs> no, made it cooler. But, the, but yes. there were times when I'd watch well, the show well, and I would think, he would look like he should be wearing his visor. <laughs> no. There was an episode where he toured and brought and brought you on a tour of the set of Star Trek Next Generation in Reading Rainbow. Now, when you were watching it, you were five years old. So were you watching it because you wanted to learn to read and you liked the show and it was an educational show? I, I loved reading books. Uh, I, read, I read when I was younger, uh, before I went to kindergarten. So it was, to me, reading was always fun. And that was one of my favorite shows growing up. That's in 1985, so wow. I had to pick it. That's actually Shaka Khan sings Reading Rainbow. Okay. Tremendous. I just looked that up. That's Shaka Khan. It did sound like Shaka Khan. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So. Well, okay, okay, Matt. So uh, so growing up, you were five then. Uh, what else were you into? Like, what other shows? Uh, around 1985? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, other than that, that was pretty much it. I think anything after school, uh, any cartoons after school around that time. But it wasn't, um, TV wasn't really hugely popular. I mean, it was mainly public, public television was the yeah. biggest thing in the household. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, being five, I hardly remember it anyway. So, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah Twin Peaks wouldn't air for another like four years. So, what about Barney? Did you watch Barney? <laughs> no, not before, that. No, no I had some taste. Thank you, okay. Matt. Thank you. All right, now let's move on to number two. I personally, 
this is one of my favorite songs in this genre. And uh, I've actually come very extremely close to doing this at karaoke, but I chose another song by this artist. But um, because it's a little out of my range, my singing range, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm going to play it and see if either any of you guys know it. You familiar with this at all? Here comes yeah. the title right here. My Maria by Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. I love this song. To this day, I love this song, especially the chorus, because it's fun to try to hit with the non-existent falsetto voice that I don't have anymore. <laughs> now, Matt, were you a country music fan at this time? In 1996, yeah. Uh, it's mainly what my siblings were into, so uh, just by proxy, that's what I that's what I got. Were and, you oldest uh, or youngest? Uh, were you oldest or youngest out of your siblings? I'm the middle. I'm the middle of five, so I will take you all on. <laughs> Did you ever use lemon juice to try to uh, uh, wash away your freckles? <laughs> no. Okay. That time, Fair so. enough. Fair enough. I don't understand the lemon juice reference. Jan Brady, sir. Oh, did she try to... <laughs> yeah, she was trying to impress her imaginary boyfriend, George Glass. <laughs> I remember that, but I don't remember the lemon juice on the freckles. Trying to get rid of them? Yeah. Interesting. And then Peter, later on that same day, when she was trying to get rid of them, was describing a girl he liked, and she had the cutest freckles. And then Jan just didn't know what to do. She oh, right. Okay. That's how it goes. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to rewatch some of those old things. No, you don't. No. <laughs> Matt, how did you first start listening to us? I'm a little interested in that. Uh, CGS. Okay. Um, and and uh, I've been a. I went back and listened to all of them. Uh, you guys have really affected my music because because of your Star Wars uh, commentary episodes. I went and bought uh, Star Wars the soundtrack. Not episode four, not New Hope, but Star Wars. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's cool. Do you do you still listen to it? I mean, uh, yep. You as as by my ring my ring back tone is obviously uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. So. That's true. It just now occurred to me that you've never seen uh, maybe unless maybe you went to see Star Wars in the theater on the on the re release. Yeah, I mean they're on the re release. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Heck, we went and saw it then. And it was great. Yeah. Welcome to the club, man. <laughs> well, uh, when they re-released it, you weren't in these tiny little bands. You, you were in stadium seats with, you know, Dolby surround and 75-foot and screens. And you know what? They didn't do that, at least not at the theater that we saw. Oh, Star Wars, Star Trek, Indiana Jones, all those were at the Satellite Twin in Norman, which was the size of a shoebox. And it was one of those where you were seated in such a way that the person directly in front of you uh, their head covered about half the screen, and so you spent the entire movie. It was like Judge Smales and and Danny. I mean, you're you're trying to look around the lamp, you know, at each other, and so yeah, I I, I still vividly to this day I remember watching Indiana Jones, all the Star Wars movies, while trying to look around people. You, know, you yeah. end up like sitting on your feet, kind of thing, yeah. you know, to get a couple more, you know, a few more inches of altitude. And it it that happens exponentially all the way to the back. So the people in the back row are literally standing on their seats to see over the what? people in front of them who are just standing. I would be a hundred percent fine with that if uh, people wouldn't object. I will stand for a movie if I have to. Two thousand and six. What's your yep. song for two thousand and six? I had picked, well, this is where I pulled a brand, a bill, excuse me, I, I pulled a bill. That, um, <laughs> Don't I hurt yourself. Song I think I'm that flattered. 
came out in 2000, around 2006, and it was uh, from nothing but uh, from Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. And uh, it's, I think it's some kind of ride. But I chose the better version, not the studio version, the live version, live at the uh, Fillmore of the 2010 release. Um, that's the one I chose. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Would it hurt your feelings if I said I've never heard of this band? Not many people have. No, it wouldn't. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, this one, this artist was, I discovered because as many, many fathers with a young daughter watched and rewatched and watched again the movie called Tangle. And oh. uh, Grace Potter did the, the last end credits uh, song. And then uh, because of that, when I bought the soundtrack so she could play it on her own, that forcing the rest of us to watch it. That way, um, uh, I just discovered her as an artist through that way. And uh, I have bought all her albums since then, and uh, as well as the live versions, because uh, that band knows how to play. And, I like it. And their song was featured in Tangle? Uh, not this one. Uh, it was a, more of a lighter studio poppy version. Uh, it was just her. It wasn't her and her band. Uh, now, I'm sorry. Are we talking the, uh, the the DreamWorks animated movie Tangled? No. Uh, this would be the Disney animated uh, okay. uh, computer generated uh, animation movie called Tangled. Fair enough. Uh, any, anyone with a, a five year old daughter and down knows uh, the word and soundtrack by heart uh, just, <laughs> just because. Is it in the end credits? Was that the song in the uh, end credits? Go ahead. This is not the song. It's the same artist who did oh, the song okay. at the end credits. Yeah, yes. okay. She sounds very different in this song. I've seen Tangled many times. Yeah. Having a five Yeah, this is, a, this is more of a bluesy. Um, uh, you could take like a, a mixture of Janis Joplin um, with uh, a little more harder edge. Uh, with a little bit of rock and roll uh, thrown into it. And it, it, it's hard to pin her, her genre down, but she has pipes. That, that, that's the nice thing. I can tell you, you know, you're the fifth person we've spoken to tonight, and um, there's a handful of things that I've never heard before that I'm definitely going to investigate uh, when, uh, mm-hmm. when we're done and, you know, next few days or whatever. And uh, I think this is one of them. I, I like what I'm hearing, and uh, I'm going to go try to find this album. It's not Primus. It's not heavy, you know, like Metallica or even like Foo Fighters. But um, I can pro- I can understand the lyrics. And uh, a, a female-driven rock and roll band, uh, there is nothing wrong with that. Uh, that that's a, be- a wonderful, uh, awesome band. And I, I got the opportunity to see them live, and that just increases your joy of any any. Uh, band after all so absolutely I, I i like the uh i like the heart man i like the i like the way the song uh drives mm-hmm. uh it, it may not be primus or anything like that but I, you know i love all kinds of music with the exception of opera and nickelback um okay and so i'm i'm definitely up to listen to some of this and uh yeah i do like uh i do like uh female singers too so sure. and audience participation 
side. Now this side. Yeah. Now the guys. Now yeah, the I'll ladies. Def- I'll definitely. Now this two fifths of the room. Now this three fifths. Yeah. I'll definitely. I'll definitely look that up. Yeah. Now they, and then they, check out the live at the Fillmore. The live version. It's kind of like a. They're kind of like their greatest hits. Um, they don't really have one released, and that's that's the closest set. And that's all. Their the live just has a better bass, a, a bigger a bigger sound than a studio version of it, and uh, is I think it's their best release. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, hey Matt, we appreciate your uh, wanting to participate, and I'm sorry it feels like it's rushed. Um, it, That's right. And it's uh, it's just a, been a crazy uh, ep- episode. It's not go- it's not gone the way any of us thought it would, but uh, I think but it's okay. Going. I mean, yeah, we had yeah. a rough start. We had a rough start. Everything's yeah. fine. Hey, Are you splitting, Uh-oh. Mr. Alex? Some of our some of our studio audience is leaving right now. Matt, so we're saying goodbye to them. Mr. Alex? Um, well, we... I feel honored that, you, that uh, you let me participate. I appreciate it. You guys, the podcast is one of my favorites, and uh, I don't want a week go by. I don't even like to let them uh, to, uh, uh, climb up. I like to watch them, uh, listen to them right away. So I appreciate oh. you guys' effort. It's a great, great podcast. Matt, you honor us. Yeah, you, we're the ones that are honored for your wanting to talk to three bozos. <laughs> <laughs> now, my only question is, now I'm at, Bill, if I'm at five and five, and the trade deadline's passed, what do I do? Do I do oh. I keep uh, Drew Brees for next year, or do I uh, try and go for somebody younger? You know, Bill would love to answer that question, but yeah. we are well, we Matt, are behind schedule. Really good question. I've got some stats to back are, up these uh, theories. We are running behind schedule. Yeah, in the last four uh, in the last four years, Matt, uh, you're breaking up. Um, <laughs> Bill, interception Bill's, Bye, Bill's mic is is not functioning properly. I'm not sure what's going on. Goodbye, Matt. <laughs> Bye. Good luck. <laughs> how dare you ask a fancy football question? Yeah, how dare you he ask a fancy football question? No, he's actually invited to come back for episode 351. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be replacing you two with him. We have one last. So. Phone call to make. I keep telling you, you got to do a fantasy football show. Um, I was going to with Johnny M, but we couldn't get our schedules together. You got to um, start right now. You know, and then I was going to do it with with, uh, with my boy Pat Hook, but then that didn't pan out. I bought a Skype headset. I went out and purchased a $30 Skype headset to do a fantasy football show, which I haven't done yet. Okay. (laughs) So don't tell me about dedication, sir. $30? Buck thirty dollars, maybe twenty five. I don't know. That's some folding money. Oh, dude, it was. I I could sell that for. Hello, are you there? I'm gonna. Hello, Johnny M. How you doing, buddy? Yes. Hey guys. Speak of the devil. We were just talking about you. Were your ears burning? Uh, no, but my phone was ringing. Uh, there's a reason for that. Frank and Bill and Brad are here, um, and Dennis Pooh's in the house. Say hello to Dennis Pooh. Hi, Dennis Pooh. Hey. Ashley Grace Milo is here right now, but she can't hear you. But this is Johnny uh, M on the phone. Oh, she hi. says, "What anyway. up? Peace." Do you know your middle name's a verb? Can I and announce some checking. Texas sports and news right now that oh. will be very interesting to you guys if you've been Hit holding me. up podcasting Please. and not yeah, let's hear it. Please audience. be fantasy football information. Please be fantasy football. Do it. This will this will suck for the audience because they'll hear it Monday and everybody will know. No, actually, uh, Texas Rangers. It'll, it'll take two weeks before people hear this. Buddy. Yeah. Oh well. Well, so, anyway, you can edit it. But this is breaking right now, though. Yeah. Okay. 
The Dude. Texas Rangers yes. have acquired Prince Fielder. Are you serious? For Ian Kinsler. Whoa! It's a major blockbuster. That's what we call it in sports. Dude! So they, they traded Ian Kinsler Whoa! for the other guy? Yes. Ashley knew about that already. guy in professional sports. Is he a big guy? Oh, Huge. that is so sweet. Is it? Can he? That solves about eight problems on the can Rangers he move? squad. Can he move? He's going to be a first baseman. He doesn't have to. He can also oh, DH, okay. so he doesn't have to. Okay. It's no pro- If Big Poppy could play first base for the Red Sox effectively, okay. we are good with Prince. Prince, by the way, is a young kid. He's still a kid. He okay. may be. He has not played first base in seven years. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was. I was bluffing. Let's see, Texas um, Rangers acquiring Prince. Johnny, we appreciate. Cow. We appreciate you uh, waiting till we could get to you. This has been. A, Boy, that uh, is not keeping your powder dry. That is utterly. Awesome. This has been an utter disaster of technological proportions. <laughs> Unless you're used to the show, in which case it's about par for the course. Yes. Feels um, like home. <laughs> well, we don't edit this show, so um, you know we're pretty much stuck with what we got. Uh. HR gives you guys the uh, the post uh, budget. Uh, we not so much. Have you been, John? I've I've been okay. I've been okay. How about you guys? Doing well. It's, yeah, good. we're freezing well. down here. It is almost fifty degrees outside right now. <laughs> it's it's. It, I don't know how people take it. It's brutal. I had to we wear have, a long sleeve shirt and today. I, th- I think there may be a wind. Sh- the, the wind chill is about forty six degrees right now. So it's it's tough, man. It's tough. Ashley just looked at your list. John over my shoulder, and she she says, "I know all those songs." Nice, that's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, Ashley's got. Uh, she's she knows more music than I do, and I know a lot. Maybe she just knows a lot of different music than I do. Maybe that's probably what it is. I like that. I I worked hard to get 2006 because I really haven't listened to anything new since 2000. Really, you just kind of in that rut. No, I just don't like anything. I'm old. Uh, I don't like young people. No, I have it on good. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I, I do need to point out uh, that um, the reason we're using Skype tonight, I see when we talked about the call-out show, it, in my head, I'm thinking Magic Jack phone calls. Right, right. And so John says, can we use Skype? And it's I like, said, well, yes. I guess so. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. He says, because I'd rather use Skype because I want to sound – as less like a doofus as possible. And I said, do you really think Skype's going to help that? Okay. That's not what happened. No, <laughs> but it was then your Johnny idea hung to up use, on you yeah. and then you called back. It was your later. idea to use Skype. And uh, I kind of get a one-track mind when it comes to, um, you know, put my blinders on if I think I figured out a way to do something. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. We've only had to call two people out of, out of six. So uh, it's, been, uh, it's been nice being able to do the Skype thing. So Very cool. let's just jump right into 1986. Now, did you have a mullet back in 1986, John? Yes. Did you? <laughs> and, I love um, how he just answers I, yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> All right. I would like to paint a picture of 1986. Okay. Um, I don't, well, you tell me. What's the, what's the format? What's the, uh, am I supposed to talk about this before you, you say it? Or what, you are how does our, this go? You are our last caller of the evening, so... We are more oh, than happy. I'm staying on for an hour. <laughs> we are more than happy to <laughs> to spend uh, a little more time with you uh, than uh, any of the other people, and we're very thankful that the other people wanted to participate. Yeah, that, that's not that that's casting no aspersions yes, on the other no, callers. Not at all, but no, uh, but, but it, you, Johnny, the luck of being the last. Well, one. Yeah. you know what? There's a difference between being an amateur and being a professional. This is Let's true. This it. is true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, tell us tell us what your life was like in 1986. Well. <sighs> 
I was the ripe age of 13. 13. Oh, yeah. And um, in New York at that time, or in, in my area, we had uh, junior high, not middle school or anything like that. Right. So I had just entered seventh grade from out of elementary school. Okay. So sixth grade was elementary, seventh grade was junior mm. high. And back in the day, and this God. is important. What a horror back show. Back in the day, <laughs> they used to leave kids back in New York. I don't know, you know, about how schools ran all over the country, but in that time in New York, if you failed, you didn't like double up classes or go to much summer school. You repeated the grade. They did it all the time. Yeah. So what happened was um, the kids would kind of skate through elementary school and then you'd get to junior high in seventh grade and they'd fail like three years in a row. <laughs> so <laughs> the result was... 13-year-olds going to class with 16- and 17-year-olds. Uh -oh. oh. And uh, and it was rough. It was like it was definitely different than elementary school. And uh, it was the world of denim jackets mm -hmm. with really cool patches on the back. Oh, yeah. And uh, most and I remember a lot of Iron Maiden. A lot patches, of Eddie. Yeah, a lot of Eddie. Because they had, right, they had the coolest <clears throat> album covers, right? right? Yes, they did. Um I mean, does anybody actually listen to Iron Maiden? I don't know anybody that does. In 1986, oh. I darn sure did. Yeah, okay, all right, good. Um, but I couldn't, you know, we were kind of looking for, we wanted to like some cool metal stuff. We didn't know. We tried Iron Maiden and, like, just didn't get it. And I think, uh, well, I guess what I'm getting at is the other big one was Ozzy. Yes. Oh, my. Sharon! Oh, my. Ozzy, I'm thinking then was Bark at the Moon. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it was a little more. It wasn't that speed metal, you know, like you could kind of get into it without being a total psycho. Right, right. Um, was that the first album with Zach Wild? I don't know because they had last Randy Rogers, obviously. I yeah, think that was Randy Zach Wilde. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy, Ro Randy Rogers. Holy cow! I can't first imagine much different. Of mine was um, Diary of a Madman. Nice. Ooh, wow. So and and uh so what happens is so we started kind of pretending that we liked Ozzy. When I say we, it was my other seventh grade friends that were trying to fit in and not get killed <laughs> and, and whatever. Yeah, I love Ozzy, man. So the local venue here, which is pretty big, the pro hockey is there and uh you know, it's not a small place, it's a decent size arena. It's at the mall in Hartford. So I somehow trick my parents or lie or whatever to get to go to see Ozzy at 13 year old, 13 years old with a, with a bunch of friends. <laughs> Dang. And the opening band is Metallica. Wow. Oh. <laughs> nice. So well, was, that, was that Kill Them All or Ride the Lightning? And they absolutely blow the freaking doors off the place. Wow. That was a uh, Jimi Hendrixian, wasn't it? And the place chanted Metallica through the Ozzy Osbourne set. Oh, absolutely. No. That's horrible. I Dude. feared for my life. <laughs> after you've heard. Oh, my God. During that concert. After you totally <laughs> went to the mom and pop record store the next day, bought Master of Puppets album. It's the only work that I have the album, the tape, the CD, and, and uh, I guess I ripped it for my MP3s. But, sure. Uh, Beautiful. Beautiful. So which song, and that was it, man. And that which was song off that, Master of Puppets that album spoke to it you? For me. Which one spoke to you off Master of Puppets? 
I think battery was what they opened with. Well, that's what you that's what you yeah. picked here. And I just remember like hearing that start up in like the smoke, and their set had like gravestones on it, like from the album cover and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's the one that that grabbed me, and the whole like I mean, the whole thing is awesome. I mean, it's probably there's an instrumental on it that I'll listen to, which you don't hear me say that very often. Um, it's just great. I mean, I love that album, and Metallica takes a lot of heat now. Like, whatever they had the whole Napster thing and uh, speaking out against piracy and all that, and now they're just total. I mean, they they'll sell their music anywhere, and they're totally commercial and everything else. But I still love all that stuff. I, um, Can you I, hear it, John? I can't really. Yes. I can't take Saint Anger or any of the you know reloaded any of that the the new the new school nonsense, but anything produced by the great Fleming Rasmussen, I'm down with. I mean, they're I I had a hard time getting their first album, but man, show me three better albums consecutively than Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Injustice for All, please. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, you're talking like. Permanent waves, moving pictures, and you know subdivisions or something, or you know, I'm sure there's others too. But Let's, I'm going to crank. Oh, and by the way, just a bit for those of you who've been punching the dashboard for the last five minutes. Jake E. Lee was the guitarist on uh, during uh, the mid '80s for Ozzy. He was the one who replaced Randy Rhodes, basically. Check it out, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I love Jeff uh, Magnetic. I love the new one. That's awesome. You know, I, I I do like Death Magnetic as well. Um, my first uh, uh, Metallica purchase was uh, the Black Album with Sad But True, which yeah. is to this day is my favorite Metallica song ever. I think my favorite um, album off that song is Through the Never. Through the Never. Your favorite album off that song? My favorite song off that album. But I like... It's a long podcast. I'm also a fan of Load. I don't care for Reload. I think Load yeah. and Reload make one really good album. Yeah, putting them together, there's there's good songs on both albums that would make a great I just, album in its own. But uh, I do like Death Magnetic. It's pretty good. It's kind of back to... It's kind of away from the stuff that they got into with Load and Reload and kind of back to... Uh, I um I, I get I get that a band needs to evolve and reinvent itself from time to time. With that said, it broke my stinking heart when I found out that Bob Rock was going to be producing them. And and you know he produced the Black Album and it was full of hits. There's no denying that. I mean, Enter Sandman. Yeah. You know it it's right up there. With you shook me all night long and Money for Nothing. You know it's it's one of the the bigger hits of our generation. Um, but. Yeah. Hey, speaking of and justice for all, give me a nine-minute-long epic um, anytime. My favorite song on that is one. Okay, that's the one song that makes me want to uh, punch my eardrums out with a screwdriver. I love that song. I, I, um, if if you think about the lyrics for one second, you'll oh, no, want to go a, drive into a bridge. It's an abutment. incredibly sad song. Yes. but I love the music. John, have you heard recently? Um, Chris Cornell. Uh, are you still there, John? Yeah. I'm okay. Chris Cornell released a song in which he combined Metallica's one with U2's one. And Yes, uh, I think you linked that somewhere. Okay, yeah, he plays the chord progression of U2's one, but he sings the lyrics to Metallica's one. That's nice. And it's very cool. It's very haunting. Um, it's very odd. Uh, did you hear me ask saying that, Bill? That? Chris Cornell released a, a song where he played the music to U2's One, 
and okay. sang the lyrics to from Metallica's one Holy over cow. the U2 chord progression. It's really it's really pretty awesome. That was a uh, heck of a mashup. I'd also I'd like to add that I've seen Metallica I think I counted 22 times. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I haven't and I've only gone once in the last 10 or 15 years. Wow. So I crammed a ton of Metallica shows into a short period of time, and they freaking bring it every night. If I ever had the opportunity to, to see Metallica, I would go. I think, just Brad, we, we just experienced the difference between living in uh, the New York uh, metro area and yeah. living in uh, Texas. Right. Well, <laughs> and to be like, I uh, my friend was a student at UMass. We went to see them at University of Massachusetts. I saw them at Woodstock 94. Oh, uh, you know, a few trips into the city. They came out to Long Island a bunch of times. Uh, you know, so I did a little traveling, too. But um, it, it, excellent every time. Very rarely do they have an opening act. It's usually them for a solid two and a half hours. Yeah, they wouldn't need an opening act. Yeah, they're like the Bruce Springsteen of uh, heavy metal. What's yeah, very recently they've got... Oh, you know what I saw them with? I saw them uh, twice with Guns N' Roses. Wow. Was and, now uh, was this stadium tour that summer? It was See, like one of those like monsters be... rock things. It was Faith No More, Metallica, and Guns N' Roses. Is this skinny Axl Rose or portly yeah. Axl Rose? This is skinny. This is I'm going to say early early 90s. I'm going to okay. say it's Use Your Illusion and Metallica's Black Album. They're, okay. they're touring that stuff. For... And uh, the the first the second night because I did get to see Guns N' Roses the first night. The second night, uh, Metallica goes on, kills it, whatever. Uh, Guns N' Roses comes out, and there's something wrong with the sound equipment, and Axl Rose leaves, and the place is going ballistic for, like, 45 minutes, and Metallica comes back out. Wow. <laughs> and I don't even know how to explain it. Like, how do you get the equipment? Like, how did, did they just pick up what was set up? Like, how did they even pull it off? But they came back out and played, like, four songs. So they played like, Guns N' Roses equipment, huh? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was wild. And Faith No More was pretty good, too. Oh, but God. we're not here to talk about Faith No More. No, we should be, man. That is... Uh, Let's I, jump I ahead would, 10 I years. I would love to go see Mike Patton and, and uh, company. Let's jump ahead 10 That'd years to 1996. I love this song, but I haven't... I hadn't... I didn't really like a whole bunch of other music from this band. But this is a this is a haunting song, especially this version of it. Tell us who it is. Uh, this is Alice in Chains. Oh, nice. All right. The awesome Lane Staley, who is no longer with us. Well, the late, the departed, dear departed. Yeah, and I think of the um, of the whole grunge movement that I really just took to Alice in Chains the most. And I was a big Pearl Jam fan and Soundgarden as well, but I really just took to Alice in Chains. I'm with you. For me, it's, it's Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. Was this off yeah. of... Uh, is this off of Dirt? No, this, this is off is, of... Uh, this is MTV Unplugged. Okay. Rooster. Yeah, Rooster is off of... Um, Rooster's off of Dirt. Dirt, correct. Yep. Um, I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't recall the name of the album. But, yeah. and, um, it's okay. You got me here for you, buddy. I saw them at an early, early Lollapalooza. Remember those tours? Huh. I yes. Was, I went to the very first one, John, back in 89. I went oh, to some Texas Nine Inch Nails and Ice-T? Yes, Oh my gosh! I went to Ice the first body like, count. five. Stop. And um, it was in the summer, and it was like 103 degrees. Wow! <laughs> and and Lance Staley comes out in a full three piece suit. Oh my gosh! Vest, jacket, 
guy. <laughs> and uh, and he was freaking unbelievable. And I was supposed to see them again at Woodstock 94. And by that time, Lane Staley was a mess and they canceled. And this album was kind of in the lull where they'd recorded this live thing for MTV and they weren't doing much else because they were just canceling tours and Lane Staley was on his last legs with, I think, heroin addiction. Mm. And uh, I love the, I love this version. Yeah, what is it about the Unplugged version that you like so much? I don't, you know what? It's, just, it's like even grungier. You know what I mean? It's okay. just, it grinds, it's slow, it's quiet. Um, I had the DVD and it was just a really cool venue and like an intimate, you know, how if you remember MTV Unplugged, yeah. it seems like there was like eight people there watching. Yeah. Nirvana did one of those too. Yes. That's a great album as well. Yeah. What is and, it? And Alice in Chains has like continued on. Um, yeah. Don't they have somebody who kind of almost sounds like Lane well, Staley? Uh, I mean, you got Jerry Cantrell. I mean, you've got the most important part, I think. Yeah, Jerry Cantrell did the singing for a number of years on yeah. tour and stuff, and now they've enlisted a new guy who does sound more like Lane Staley. Yeah. And they, they have a new album with, with new material, but they play a lot of the classics like live. Now, am I crazy or did uh, Cantrell, um, I mean, he, he wasn't like co-lead vocalist or anything, but he, he sang more than one song back in the day, right? Or am I? Is I crazy? Um, I don't think when Lane was around, he sang much. I know okay. he wrote half the stuff. Yeah, I still say that uh, Dirt is one of the more amazing albums that genre ever produced. Yeah, I mean, geez, that, and Man in the Box, is the, whole, great. the whole first side. I love the song Man in the Box, and yeah. that was off their first yeah. album, Face Facelift. Yeah, Facelift, absolutely. Tune. Let's move on to. See, I, I I found it so weird because I had a buddy of mine now down to Full Sail who was. Um, the grunge. This is nineteen. Um, uh, this is fall of nineteen ninety. So uh, nobody outside of Seattle really knew what the heck grunge was yet. Um, I had a a friend uh, telling me to go pick up this uh, uh, album called Bleach by some group named Nirvana. Yeah. Um, as I was going down to Full Sail, and I did, did pick up a copy down there, but you know, it, it started to blossom when I showed up at Full Sail. Cherry Pie was the number one song in the nation. By the Warrant. time I by the time I left, it was uh, it Smells Like Teen Spirit. I think. Trying to remember what the timeline was, but uh, thank you, Grunge. Now, how did you get into this band in 2006? Funny story. Funny um, story. I was not into this band in 2006, but early on in the Legion of Dudes days, okay, Ooh. Uh, we did an Umbrella Academy podcast with none other Ooh. than Frank A. Rincon. Really? Uh, Who is this Frank Rincon fellow? Uh, Umbrella Academy is written by Gerard Way, yeah. who is in this band. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Frank either specifically pointed me to this song or just mentioned that he really liked this album, something that pointed me towards it. And uh, I love this song. And I'm in the education field, and I work with teenagers, and they scare the shit out of me. <laughs> and you will have to beep that. That's fine. Uh, Timestamp that. So this is called Teenagers by My Chemical Romance. Yes. Gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. And I love this album. What's the name of the album? Uh, My Chemical Romance, The Black Parade. The Black Parade, okay, cool. I think this just has a great hook. I'll have to listen to this album because I'm not real familiar with My Chemical Romance at all. 
Do you have it? Yeah. Can I borrow it? Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Ashley's bopping her head along. Yeah. She knows this song. Nice. I like what, is, what does Gerard Way do on this band? He's the singer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is one of those, uh, like, storytelling albums. There's, there's, uh, okay. And I, I think I kind of, you know, I, I, I think he might have pointed me right to this song. I don't know if you remember it at all, Frank. You probably oh, have no idea what I'm talking about. Frank's like an but, elephant. Uh, he never forgets anything. And, uh... I don't really like the rest of the album. <laughs> oh, okay. There's, there's nothing really like this, I don't think, on it, unless I'm getting confused and maybe I listen to something else from them. I'd like to expect to hear this if I was like walking through a carnival or something. I, I don't even know how to explain it. I like it. it. You know, it reminds me a little bit of The Offspring. Yeah, there's there's a little something there. Just a little bit. I like it. This is not quite as just just unabashedly poppy as uh, Dexter and the Boys' uh, offspring was. So this is about the time when you stopped enjoying music, new music? Is that what I you're doing? way t- before this, is that what you're telling I mean, us I'll, <laughs> I'll catch a song here and there that I like, but I really, there aren't many new bands. Now, um, I'm trying to think. Like the White Stripes, I like. Now, John, I have it, on good, I have it on good authority that you're a Maroon 5 fan. I do like I do like them, but see, I don't even consider them new. Like a lot of their good stuff came way before. Like that guy was everywhere. Right, right. You know and what I mean? Ashley, My favorite Maroon Five songs are uh, sexiest man in the are from the older stuff. Ashley just said uh, he's People Magazine's sexiest man of the year. <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but which year? I, I, John, I, I prefer their very first album as well. Songs about Jane. It's fantastic. And is that um, I'm drawing such blanks on my two harder songs. to breathe, uh, harder to breathe. Yeah, and um, this love. Yeah, she, she will be loved. Right. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite yeah. Maroon Five Woman. stuff. Woman is actually oh, that it's from the Spider-Man Two soundtrack, but that's my favorite Maroon Five song. Is Woman? It's not on an, an album proper. Uh, John Ashley's very first tattoo was on her. Uh, left collarbone. I'm sorry you have to say that yeah. as a father. Yeah. My daughter's very first. <laughs> the, the, first the, I only have two. Yeah, but the fact that I had to say her first tattoo. You have one? One. Not more than one. I got both Te- of mine before. Okay, but anyway, oh, it, it's just I text. I have tattoos older than your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just text that says she will be loved. That That's run, cool. Yeah, it runs along her collarbone. Um. We uh, we spoke to we spoke to somebody earlier <laughs> I don't uh, get today reference. who started listening to us. Is be- it a Maroon Five thing? Because uh, okay. yeah, because okay. of um, the Legion of Dudes Watchmen shows. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, there's a handful of people who started off listening to the network because of the Legion of Dudes, which is pretty cool. Full circle. Yeah. Um, John and I and Russell have been doing the the Shield podcast. Um, I wasn't able to participate last week because of work. You tried. Yeah. And because of this this show, obviously Half Hour Wasted is going to be my priority when it comes to can I record Half Hour Wasted or can I record Shield? Of course, I'm going to pick Half Hour Wasted. But Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, speaking of Shield, John, did you see last night's? I did. 
I think it was a very good episode, and uh, I think the show keeps getting better and better, man. Yeah, good. I agree. The last three have been uh, consistently good and and moving in a better direction. So hopefully it goes that way. I mean, I was I don't know those first few episodes. I was kind of like tricking myself into saying that I liked it. Yeah, you know, okay. but, uh, my friend uh, my friend Chris refers to the show. He watches it because his daughter likes it, and probably because he's a Marvel zombie. But he doesn't. He's not a big fan of it. He he refers to it as Marvel's Agents of Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did hear someone, uh, and they were being a jerk about it. But they were talking about, hey, so I was watching the Cape last night. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, oh, <laughs> Agents that's, of that's chilly. I was like, dang, a draft in here all of a sudden. So uh, okay, so tell me. Do you think the reason why these last three S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes uh, are the best yet uh, is because the writers are finally uh, writing for the actors or just because they're are they just are they just getting their footing? I mean, there's there, there's always a reason, you know, why these shows start getting better and, for, for me. And, and I've said this a bunch of times okay. on our on our show. I needed more Marvel in the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Good. OK. Yeah. Because that, that was my our impression. Last three have what Victoria Hand and they tied in with the Thor movie. Excellent. And uh, there was a C-lister happens. A C-lister um, villain. Villain. Yeah. Dude. That's me. Dude, tell me it was Batrock the Leaper. No, it yeah. was uh, the Gravity yeah, guy. Who's the which which? Oh, Graviton. Yeah, that was yeah. that was early. Oh, okay. And that was actually probably one of my up to that point favorite episodes yeah. because there was action going to on. To me, if they're not adding recognizable comic book figures it, it could be agents of anything it why is it even yeah. marvel it could be fringe it yeah. could be it could be agents agent of homeland show, security you know? yeah and the the cool thing about this thor tie-in was that you really didn't need they told you everything you needed to know there were some uh asgardians who came to earth really yeah caused a ruckus and we're here to pick up the pieces now okay I, yeah i mean that was it I, I have not the... seen Thor 2 yet, and I knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. I, I only watched the first 10 minutes of, yeah. of the movie or the, of the TV show. Um, was the space rhino in the episode? No, okay. not at I all. Don't tell, I, I don't want to ruin that for, uh, for John, but yeah. I was kind of hoping that <laughs> yeah. that was the angle that they would no. take. <laughs> no, but it's funny. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, they were uh, picking up. They were going through some of the wreckage and debris and stuff, and and Coulson says, "I wish the Asgardians would send their god of cleaning up after themselves." <laughs> that was a good line. Yeah. And there was also another thing where he's he's talking about a graveyard, and he said something about bones, and he says, "Let's go see what we can dig up." Okay. See, see what, what I, I did there. there? <laughs> he actually he actually says, "See what I did there." Nice. It was pretty funny. Johnny, I got a question for you. Okay. Okay. Um, as as one of the uh, resident uh, agents of Shield uh, experts. Uh, I found it very odd as I watched the pilot and the second episode that especially especially in the pilot it it seemed like Colson was almost played by a different actor. He was so different to me than he was in the movies. In the movies, he was kind of uh, kind of Sergeant Friday, kind of just the facts, ma'am. You know, now he always had that kind of underlying wink, that 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 twinkle in his eye, the kind of he was just on the borderline of a smirk. But he still played it pretty straight to the vest. And the pilot, he was borderline goofy. And I just found that not off-putting or anything. I just, to me, it just it seemed 
almost sore thummy just how different he was playing the character. And, of course, they have that line in the pilot about, you know, he can't know, he can't ever know, whatever that means. I don't know if we found out what's up with uh, with, with Agent Coulson Not yet. yet. But um, Not. so, you know, an obvious out there is that, you know, this is, you know, you know, that was an LMD. This is a human. This is a human. That was an LMD. Whatever. You know, however, whatever, you know, th- maybe this isn't the same physical presence that was in the movies. Um, so that would explain that could explain, you know, a, a, a personality shift. But to me, the personality shift seemed real obvious. And am I just crazy or did you get any of that sense yourself? No, I, I get it. And I think I think they're. I think they're trying to show and tell us that Agent Coulson has changed because okay. of what happened. But Excellent. they're just, like, missing the mark getting that across. Yeah. Um, because they've said now, I don't know if you're caught up on, like, the episodes or whatever, but they've said a few times now, you know, that the characters come out and say that he's acting differently. He's acknowledged that he's acting differently and that something's wrong or different. So I think they were just trying to show us that. I also think it's not a very interesting show if he's the straight Joe Friday of the program. So they yeah. probably needed a way to, you know, jazz it up, bring a little more comedy and, and make it Coulson's show. Yeah, well, he was the only actor with, with you know, uh, recognition, gravitas, whatever you want to call it, going into the show, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I it, still it don't really sense. care about many of them. But the characters, yeah, I mean, it's not the place to get into our reviews of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but yeah, I I found at least in in the pilot in the first episode, the characters were were real ciphers, uh, except for Coulson, who I just, it was was borderline off-putting how different he was. And so, anyway, I just, I wanted to ask an expert and just make sure I wasn't just crazy. You may not agree, but at least least you understand, uh, you know, at least you you saw what I saw, so that makes me feel better. All right, John, it's kind of almost past your bedtime isn't it it's getting there yeah well as always we love talking to you we appreciate yes thanks thanks for having me back you're welcome I look forward to doing it soon thank you mr m i uh later dudes bye frank bye man okay <laughs> i wasn't done talking john but hey, man, you know that's fine yeah it is his bedtime all right i want to apologize to frank and bill it's just what? I just it didn't go off the way I wanted it to. We got um, it out though. I appreciate your patience and listeners. Um, I'm sorry if it if the recording is you know hard to listen to. I would I hope it's not. I mean Frank's been monitoring it, so that's it's technically good. a good idea, a good sign. He hasn't said anything about it. So um, I'm sure the mix is off a little bit with all the levels and stuff. My computer's doing weird things. Anyways, I'm just glad. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's give a hand to Dennis hey. Koo for the food that he Thank brought. you. And Thank you. As yes. always, Dennis brought some num-nums. You, you poor listeners out there in TV land did not enjoy uh, some fabulous tacos and pizza. We had a clash oh, of, of a... cultures with the with the, the meal. but The it was two good. best cultures. As, exactly. Yeah. Heck yes. Pizza and Mexican food. Yeah. Can't now, Dennis, it. did you bring tacos because in that one email I wrote, I like tacos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and it's funny because he had mentioned pizza, and I was actually um, quoting an AT and T commercial. Oh yes. That guy, I uh, like who tacos. Gets, who gets left out of the taco party? <laughs> no, I didn't. You know, comes up. I like tacos, uh, but I do like tacos. Oh. So um, I guess that wasn't communicated well. Were you and there those tacos when were tremendous. We were watching. Which movie was that? Superman. 
Oh, the one we West all met in the parking lot yeah, and I hung there. out, but I didn't see the movie with you because I'd already seen it. Oh, I was yeah, okay. with us there. Yeah, I ate tacos with you guys. Right. That's right. I just got in my car, too. Right. Oh, right. right. Oh, that's right. We're going to be able to uh, we're going to be able to drag race or something. Oh, yeah. I yeah, thought that's right. what you were referencing, <laughs> that you liked those tacos. So I was like, okay, I'll get those tacos. I can't wait to good. lay down my first second gear scratch. The only thing I'm going to win in a race with your new car bill yes. is fuel efficiency. And you will crush me in fuel efficiency, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I think that my car, I'm okay, hopeful. Yours will go to 50 MPG. I'm hopeful. Yeah, but that's not consistent. Uh, I'm hopeful that my car will average in the high 20s. On, on the highway. Hey, Matt Heath just tweeted. Yes. Uh, his name is Electric Mayhem on Twitter. Follow F follow Friday. At Matthias Carley. You're related to Dr. Uh, anyway, he says, just recorded with Half Hour Wasted. Such an honor to be on with those guys. <laughs> Can you please, why did, did why do people up? say that about us? We don't, don't deserve yeah. that. It's amazing. We appreciate it, but we don't necessarily agree with you. <laughs> did he hashtag us? No. He said, he, oh. he, um, at signed us, you know, it'll, it'll come through as a, that's why I got the notification. That's um, just awesome. There's a lot of good musical tips that people, but none of it was, almost none of it was familiar to me. So I thought yeah, I'm good. definitely going to be. And isn't that I, great? When I listen, you know what I'll do what? is um, I'll, I'll send you guys, and you included Dennis, uh, okay. a list of everybody's choices. Cool. So, and uh, what albums they, they came from, if I have that information, so you guys can, um, find anything that you might have been intrigued about. I'm definitely going to check out a couple of those for sure. Probably at least one from every caller that I don't already have. Let's put it that way. Yeah, our, our repertoire was uh, widened. Our palette was Yeah. Expensive. All right. So let me think. This episode is going to air. Let me call up the calendar. That's the way Bill would say it. Calendar. Um, uh, I believe it's pronounced Calander. The Calander. Thank yes. you. Thank you. The Calander. Calender. Mm-hmm. Uh, call up the month. This episode airs December the 1st. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Which I, I would like to point out our listeners already know that. The people listening to the show right now. Yes. So this is like backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm all mainly talking to myself. So what I'm saying is... I'm, what I'm leading to, Frank... Saying, if it's not December 1st you're listening to this episode, there may be something terribly wrong with the time-space continuum. What I'm leading to is we hope you've had a, you had a great Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that what I'm leading to? That's what you're leading to. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, the, the, time, uh, the time jump here is, is really kind of throwing me off because uh, 348 is airing... It's just been published. 349 hasn't even been published, and we just recorded 350. So now 349, we were we were 349 so was it's slash is the LCS trip, right? Okay, and I have a little Easter egg for you at the very beginning. So okay, you can figure out who says episode ah. 349. I had it re-recorded. Oh, okay, and it's uh, does Bill know? Bill does not know. I had to do it because Bill said 348. Uh, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be three forty-eight. You didn't make a mistake, Bill. Yeah, we just no, changed the game on you. Thanks. Okay. I usually let the game come to me, so you know and that kind of stuff happens. Dennis, you should show up on shows that aren't necessarily anniversary shows. I, I, I 
normally don't have anything to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what? Yeah, but you bring food. You're, you're not. Well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh see, that. that's a bummer. I see, I, I was going to tell I'm Dennis not. that he's not required to bring food. No, either. you're he can not. Just show up by himself, this, and this is true. You know, we're more I'd, than, more I'd than welcome. Bring food, than uh, uh, feel like I'm bringing down the show. You're not bringing down the show. Well, you know what? Bringing food brings up the show, and uh, there's very precious little you could do to damage that, good sir. Now, I mean, you've heard the three of us, so you're you're safe. Now, how would you guys rate the call out as opposed to call in? I think it was. Fun. I think it went a lot smoother. Actually, I know there were hiccups before, but it's just um, you know when we had the call in shows and you can't turn off ma- magic. Oh jack, yeah, that and you get that that beep, beeping. Yeah, beep, that's annoying. annoying. Yeah, I think this way. I mean, I think better. that my guess is that when you go back and listen to this. Uh, you're going to realize the first 15 minutes were uh, um, was very interesting technologically, yeah. but I think once we got to the second, um, uh, once we got to the second uh, uh, participant, uh, from that point on, it was really pretty freaking smooth. I would like to point out, speaking yes. of calls and phone calls, that the half hour wasted voicemail line nine seven two seven nine eight thirty eight thirty is now the voicemail line for the entire HHW LOD podcast network. So. If you want to call and leave half hour wasted a voicemail, you're more than welcome to call the same number. Just specify, hey, this is for the half hour wasted guys. And I'll know that it's not for Walking Dead or whatever. So, out now. Yeah, or out now. Yeah. Um or and somebody the, Yeah, or the iCarly cast. Yeah, so every every episode, every show on our network that wants to use this phone number has been uh announcing it on their show. Yeah. So if you I just wanna, changed the boilerplate. Yeah. Oh, we did get. Um, let me see if I can find that voicemail that we did get from. Uh, is that my phone? Oh, I got the. Um, wow, my phone hasn't. I've got the open cut for your Brooklyn Nine Nine podcast. By the way, <laughs> it's a good show. I love that show. I think that it's show very makes good. Me laugh. Why are you so defensive? <laughs> I'm not. I... You're not being defensive. That's like taking candy from a baby. What Why that... are you giving candy to a baby? <laughs> Did you watch it last night? No. It was, that was a great I've, I've yeah, never, that's awesome. I have it's never great. watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It is so sorry. funny. I, it's you, weird. You like 30 Rock? I'm bumming around the house, you would like and it. I find other things to do with my time. You want to hear this voice I feel old sometimes. I don't sit down and watch more TV. I wonder if, if it'll I'm, work. And I'm not being one of those elitists, oh, so many I don't watch television because I have so many better things to do in my life. You know, I don't, but there's a lot of cleaning involved, mm-hmm. you know, with a, uh, you know, a small mansion like I'm in. Um, is it coming? I fully See, enjoy I was, being part of the 1%, by the way. I'm going to have to say that. I'm going to have to do something different with this whole setup because... I'm just really frustrated with the. Um, Is it the music and stuff you're I talking about? Know. I'm not sure what's happening. Oh, I've got a CD. I've got a CD Walkman. I will go get it, and you can plug it in. So I sent an email to the the people on the network that the voicemail line was changing from half our wasted to the network. Okay. So, and then this is the first voicemail that comes in. Um. Okay. All right. Hmm. Hello? The, uh, <clears throat> this message is for the president of HHW LOD <clears throat> and um, the vice president of HHW LOD.net.com. 
um, I don't know how to retrieve my um, my voicemails from the service. <laughs> He's trying. Beep, beep. Damn it. <laughs> Frank, Frank, about that. Frank must have misread the email. So what I think Frank thought was that we now have our own personal voicemail boxes when you call this number. But no, uh, that was funny, Frank. I forgot about that. That was funny. Who is the president of the network? You should. Uh, have we met him? <laughs> yeah. No, you guys have never met him. He's very elusive. Okay. He's our mascot, Wasty. He's uh, he's, he's kind of a he's kind of orange. It's kind of shag shag carpet, you know. Uniforms, kind of orange and yellow, and you know, he performs at a lot of uh, kids' parties. You know what that means, don't you? You've been listening to a half hour wasted prop member of the <laughs> HHWLOD podcast. This means your reprieve has shown up, is what it means. Yes. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail. Follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Leave us or any of the HHWLOD shows a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. Ashley. So is this a good time to talk about Billy Preston's solo career? <laughs> Dennis. All right. And we see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Thanks, listeners. Thanks, listeners. Happy 150. 350. 350. Yes. I'm so glad that's over. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>